This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big cracker dolls and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks? This is where it's at. Windows tinted, seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner, cause niggas know that it's money on the Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the tinfoil hat titan, a.k.a. the conspiracy realist, a.k.a. the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles, a.k.a. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach, also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me, Mr. If You Don't Like Me, Fight Me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. AKA the Mike Jordan of the podcast recording. I tried to get y'all podcast a shot, but that shit be boring. The West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? <laughs> I'm sorry, dog. I'm sorry. <laughs> this nigga curve got me riled up. <laughs> Oprah be face diving and Gail pussy. The Michael oh. Phelps, the Michael Phelps of the oh man, the Michael Phelps of the month. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, go ahead. Dog. And I and I came here. I came here high as an eagle's asshole, man. <laughs> I did. I was doing bong rips before I left the house. Man, terrible decisions. This your man, Dame Gone Wild, the West Side Landlord. Oh, the Pride PA, High Chief Dame, don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's go, man. Uh... And we got Curve. Introduce yourself, man. Yeah, uh, man. It's Curve Gotti, a.k.a. Broken Pins, a.k.a. Murdered Ink, a.k.a. Trey Wiggs, a.k.a. <laughs> Rich Homie Marcus, um, and Uncle Marcus. That's what's up. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate niggas coming being ready with intro. Hey, man. We love it. We love it. Uh, welcome back to Shop Talk Podcast, episode oh, 189. Jesus. Last of the decade. And we're going to party like it's episode 189. Huh? It doesn't happen. Yeah. Right. It, doesn't. Yeah. it doesn't. But I thought, you know, we party. This is for the one nine and two zero. Like, doom, do, do. No, That was a good I, time. I get man. it. You know? That was good. You had to be there. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Welcome, man. What's up, niggas? This is the last episode <laughs> of the year. Everybody's yeah. texting me about that video that I sent. Yeah. From cheaters. Yeah, that shit is fucking ridiculous, dog. <laughs> These niggas are wrestling in the hot tub full of top ramen. Naked. Okay. All right. <laughs> Naked. No, 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 Curve, let me get you the setup. No. Let me get you the setup. I don't need that in my psyche. I don't need I'll send to... it to you later. <laughs> the, ca- the camera cuts in. <laughs> the camera <laughs> cuts in, and it's the cheaters crew going into a hotel room. My man is in there. His lady is in a jacuzzi, butt naked with another nigga, and there's rappers all over the floor. They are empty rappers of Top Ramen. <laughs> they are in a fucking jacuzzi, ass naked in Top Ramen, and then they get out and start scrapping, ass naked. So you got to be really angry at a nigga to fight him naked, dog. No, not just, skip them niggas being naked, nigga. Top Ramen. 
<laughs> like, the, niggas is bathing in the uh, in the no limits, the no limit noodles, wrap <laughs> <laughs> noodles. <laughs> but if they get they get hot enough, that's the that's in the, the jacuzzi. That, see, these are the reasons I tell my wife like. I won't go to certain places. Yes. These are reasons why. I've never eaten no top ramen in my life. <laughs> like, me neither. I, I think that shit is beneath me. I've a place with a, a jacuzzi that's like local like that. <laughs> niggas putting ramen noodles, like if chicken flavor. If you got a jacuzzi <laughs> and it's on the first floor, I don't want to go in that establishment. That's like, why I won't go to like you can, If you can get out the jacuzzi, walk <laughs> oh, out the door and go Oasis to Oasis is a cheap short stay. Like yes. in Ann Arbor, yes. When I was like eighteen, nineteen, nigga, that was like that was that's I my to, spot. I went to school in Washington County, okay. Um, so like you know, people like you know now the internet is a thing, so niggas <laughs> taking their girls like yeah, I went to Oasis, and so like my wife had mentioned, I was like, no, like, <laughs> I can't, I won't take you there. She like why? I was like, niggas was nasty in college. Yeah. In in them like like the stuff I heard about, they it can't felt, clean that shit. Like what it felt like <laughs> when I was I, I went to a swing <laughs> I went to a swinger party meet and greet at the Oasis. Boom, you can't clean <laughs> that shit. Like, Boom, you can't clean that shit. Like you know what I'm saying? Like That's what do you, what cleaning product you, t- you gonna have? For <laughs> That's just, like, so I'm not gonna get a name of this spot because it's sleazy as fuck. But it's a room. It's a hotel by where we used to work at out in Sterling Heights. They got jacuzzi rooms out there, and these bitches is like less than seventy dollars. Hey, fam, if you can if you can get out the jacuzzi, walk out the front door, and, and literally get into your car, don't go there. Dog. Ground level, you get <laughs> them ground level jacuzzis, though. Like when your car is parked four and a half feet from the door, that's not that's not my. You type can of absolutely do it. You can absolutely <laughs> private entry. A private sure. entry. You ever notice the autumn bitches look exactly the same? You kind of lied. Like the, I mean, like the ones with like. <laughs> car door <laughs> jacuzzi like the car, buildings like the carport same. jacuzzi yeah. it was a carport to the jacuzzi so so when I would take you know when I would have a nice relaxing evening you know I'd buy some Ajax or something from the dollar store to, uh, you know <laughs> what's that shit Absoluto what's that shit called oh my god <laughs> you know what you I'm saying clean that bitch Absoluto <laughs> like no it That's wild. Show, but uh, I, to be young, to I, be young. Anyway, man. <laughs> long intro. How was your week, man? Uh, week was good, man. We happy Jesus birthday. Yeah. Christmas was a one. My kids got everything that they could have desired, and that's all I care about for Christmas. As long as my babies get the shit that they want, I don't give a fuck about nothing else. That's I bought sure. my Christmas gift, so we'll I finally, I finally invested in like the the bevel, the uh. The, the handheld shaver. joint. Oh. Yeah, the shaver. I need to get me one of them shits, too. I've been, like, I done bought two different shavers that I could have bought. That one is $200. I'm like, that shit is. I caught it on sale on, at, at Amazon. I mm. caught it on sale for $144. Damn, I'm, I'm literally, yeah, I literally thought yeah. that I'm like, I'm just going to go ahead and buy this shit. I had, I had wanted that for Christmas, but it didn't. It didn't. It didn't, it didn't show up. I can understand it because I wasn't trying to buy that shit. <laughs> Shout yeah. out that nigga Tristan Walker. But you, you got, you got, you got a wife, man. Like you, you reaping the benefits of Christmas. I mean, we do it for the kids. So I mean, how many young as you got? Chris? I just got two. Oh, okay. Two boys. Catch up, man. When Catch did up. Red Plaid oh, become a thing like that? I mean, it was on sale, man. You know, I'm fucking with it. You know what I'm saying? We had I our buff- we had our buffalo chair. It's just what you know. It's whatever. The, it's like a seasonal thing. You I know, so like it. last year, niggas was elves. This year he was Buffaloes. I noticed it, but then like when I saw the memes, I was like, "Oh, that is for real!" Like I did, everybody did have on red. Like, like ain't nothing wrong with it, but I was like, mm, 
Because you've been. I didn't get the memo. Per- it's because pe- people niggas are miserable. Like <laughs> what you you look at if you get look at these Instagram, niggas over there having fun. Get on Instagram <laughs> like that is Christmas, man. It, everything about Christmas is joyous. Like yeah. you know, what I'm saying? it's the most wonderful time of year. All that shit. And you like niggas opening gifts. <laughs> you bought Smiling. your kids shit. Like dog, look. If I didn't ask you for no money. Why the fuck you care how I'm spending my money? Like it's my money that I, I bought. Like I'm doing what I, I didn't ask you for none. Yeah, and niggas just like because you guilty because you didn't buy your kids nothing. I bought my kids stuff all year. Like nigga, the gift day is today. <laughs> <laughs> you should have saved the gift. Like I don't care. Oh, man, niggas miserable. Like y'all wearing matching pajamas. Like do you know, how like, how much you hate the yourself? Kids. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's fun to have moments with the children that your children gonna remember when they get older. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. hey, we had fun. Remember we used to do this. Hey dad, remember that? Like it'd be and they fun. Just mad, but you mad on Facebook because niggas bought matching pajamas. I got cussed out on Christmas. Uh, oh man, buy some shit I really didn't even do. <laughs> like come throw the blame all on her because like I did some fucked up shit. Throughout the course of, you know, us being cool, and you know, this is just this is just on top your, of the some, fucked up shit that yeah. I did. So it just looked worse than what it really is. Uh, man, I had a pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Somebody trying to break in. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody walking on uh, in front of my house. <clears throat> I didn't know if that was the text. It looked like he got a nude pic. Uh no nah, man my my <laughs> ring doorbell who, went off who pregnant uh, <laughs> is that your Christmas gift you, you uh, had a baby coming I hope not you know it's a sponsored post for that I hope huh it's a sponsor <laughs> <laughs> you can get a, a, a Instagram sponsorship with a pregnancy test no I'm straight uh no I'm good but look I had a pretty cool Christmas and all hey, that Jesse shit right like this. so look man I wasn't gonna talk about this shit on here but I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and talk about it and that was kind of conf- I, my first mind is my first mind. That's what I went with. Right. right. And then when I kind of explained the situation to somebody, they told me to have some more compassion. So let me ask y'all what y'all think. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I've been having a little issue at the crib where it was this car the that was nigga. parked on the side of my shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Couldn't really do nothing because my brother was paroled to my home. He can't have police contact. You know what I'm saying? I could have called the police. They're going to come. It'd be an issue. Right. Yeah. But his shit is over with. Whatever. So. Uh, I pulled up on my man one night like, hey, like, you know you got to move, right? He was like, huh? I'm like, you know you got to move, right? He was like, yeah, okay. And, you know, he pulled off. Younger guy, clearly he he homeless, you know what I'm saying? He living out of the car or some oh, sort, shit. you know what I'm saying? So, um, I want to care, but, like, that's not my problem, playboy. It's been about a month, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, in my eyes, like, that's enough, that's enough compassion that I got for you because – I'm, I'm, I'm easy. So uh, Monday, um, I, I'm leaving to come up here to the studio and shit, and I see the car parked over on the side of shit. On your side again? Yeah, on on the side of the crib and shit. So um, I get up here and I, I notice my uh, my I didn't have my camera bag with me, so I went back to the crib, grabbed my camera bag. I literally just went in the crib, seen the car there. When I came out, he was pulling off. I'm like, oh shit, he seen me and he trying not even want to dip like he wasn't hearing shit. So. Um, while I'm getting in the car and shit, I sit and I look in the rear view and shit and I see him go to the liquor store that's right up the street. So I'm like, all right, bet. I'm going to stay in the neighborhood. I'm going to drive around a little bit. And um, I see him walking to the store. I want to see if he just going to walk in or whatever. I'm like, well, I'm all, I'm like, there's too much 
like sneaky shit. So I just drove back to the crib and parked where he was parked at. I'm like, if you're going to pull up, you're going to pull up. So he pulls up. And parks like behind me. <laughs> this our spot. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm just thinking to myself. I mean, he's clearly been your neighbor for a month. He knows. <laughs> like, so like, I turn around and shit. I'm like, why are you here? He like, huh? I'm like, why is you here? And uh, I couldn't really tell what he said at first. I thought he said like, I'm just a homie. I'm like, what? It's like I'm just homeless. I said, okay, but why are you here though? Like, why are you right here? And like, well, uh, I just be out here for the Wi-Fi. <laughs> for your Wi-Fi? Oh. Is he stealing your Wi-Fi? <laughs> ain't no, ain't no open networks around here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dog. What? Dog. This nigga say he, he out here for the Wi-Fi. I say, well, that's a turn of events here. I didn't, I didn't think this was coming. <laughs> so listen, whole time I got my pistol in my in my lap and shit, right? This so, my house, my nigga. This my house. So I'm like, you gotta move. He's like, why I gotta move? I said, cause you're making me uncomfortable. He's young, young or something. He younger. He younger than me. You know what I'm saying? He twenty something. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Old know, enough like, to know better. I was saying I was. I, I was so he, he had to be like eighteen or something. So he like, um, I'm like, cause you're making me uncomfortable. He's like, how I make you uncomfortable? You don't even. I don't even be here, <laughs> right? Cause he know your schedule. I'm saying so. So so you know when I'm here and when I'm not here. That's what's making me uncomfortable. I'm just uh I'm just here on the on the on the public access road. I said, listen, I know where you at. I don't think you know where you at. I, I don't think you know where you at. And I'm not about to have no conversation with you about it. You gotta find somewhere else to go. And that's just the end of the conversation. So then I pulled off and shit. Finished what I had to do at the fucking studio and shit. I come back, he gone, right? I'm like, all right. He that, got the message. Uh that night he ain't there and shit. I'm like, all right, cool. Then like on Christmas Eve, um, I come to the gift. I come to the crib on Christmas <laughs> Eve and shit, right? Oh, so I tell I tell I tell tell one of my friends about this shit, and she like, uh, it's Christmas time. You should have some more compassion. He I don't homeless. give a blue day. fuck, dog. I, I'm, I'm like, wait, I'm gonna wait. I'm, I'm like, I'm wait. Curve, you got kids. I'm gonna wait. You I'm got a wife wait. and kids, I'm bro. I'm like. I won't wait. So I ended the conversation with her because I didn't want to. I didn't like. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't you, wanna, you about to piss me off? It was on the FaceTime. <laughs> I was just like, I talked to you later. You about to piss me? Because it's not the energy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I'm in a. I'm in a different state. It's not the energy that I want from you right now. So I talk to you later. Because you finna piss me off. Um, I just don't understand. So Christmas Eve and shit. I don't know about ten thirty or some shit. And I pull up at the crib and I left something in the car. So I run to the car. And don't tell me this nigga. I take back. some some out the car and I see like his car driving down don't the tell street. Me this coming back. <laughs> I see him like driving down the street. And like as I cause I, I don't got no coat on, it's kinda chilly. So I grab it on a car and I'm literally just running to the front porch and shit. And I look and I see a car. So I go through, I turn the lights out and shit. You know what I'm saying? I go through the blinds and shit. And I see him kind of like slow down around that same spot and he got his phone out. I'm like, oh, this nigga is really trying to get some Wi-Fi. But he moves on and shit. Damn. So uh go to the library, my nigga. <laughs> no, go to so the, the next morning on Christmas, like I start. So now I need to know like where the fuck this nigga at. You know what I'm saying? Cause now I'm, I'm I'm a little uneasy. So I found the nigga in the neighborhood and shit. Like he moved. Did you roll up on him again? He moved like a block over, like in the same spot, but a block over on the next side street. And he been parked over there. Like so I mean the nigga homeless, homeless. You know what I'm saying? This but like the fact that you thought like you was gonna have a conversation with me, like, cause this war is about to go was like, look, you homeless, 
all you got is this car. What if I take your car away from you? Because you be out here asleep. I mean, like, with, like, like sheets and tiles, like, all the way around all, all the windows and shit. Like that, you remember that movie? What movie? It was on Netflix. It was one of, I can't think of the name of it, but he lived in the car with his son. Yeah, he had lived in the car with his son. Oh, Pursuit of Happiness. No, no, no. It was a newer, it was a uh, young, younger black dude. He was, uh, he wanted them, uh, he, he a European dude too, but he was like growing up in Compton or wherever he got put out mm. the house and he was living like that. But the, the empathy thing, like I can empathize with a person being homeless, like being homeless. It's different if you caught him going through your trash looking for food. Yeah. And you was like, hey fam. I got a sandwich for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's empathy. Him squatting at the crib, like, and he's homeless and you living in the car. Like, you have a mobile home, technically. Like, why are you picking here? Like, why did he sit up? For the Wi Fi. For the Wi Fi. (laughs) The Wi Fi. So you got an Xfinity account, Nick? If you homeless, why are you thinking about Wi Fi? (laughs) So he can make calls still. (laughs) And what's so crazy, because sometimes they have a girl sitting in the car with him and shit. He like you got, you got you got you got you bringing people over. <laughs> it is different. Like if it's different, it's it's different empathy. If that was his house, you know what I'm saying? Like he got put out of or some shit, and he's sitting there making sure like I don't know my three, shit get put this, out. You know what I'm saying? But like three years for this nigga like, to just pick a block <laughs> and be like, Cur- this look like home. Cur- <laughs> you know, like, Curve. Now I want you, I want you to take this approach with it. You have a wife. No, no, no. I'm not, Jay, not wrong. Oh, okay. I'm just saying, like, (laughs) as far as empathy goes. Your wife call you. He has to have some attachment. You got to have a little. For you to be like. You you live in the city. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to have a little bit of smarts about you, fam. It's not safe for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not safe for you. It's not safe for me because I don't need to feel uneasy in my home. You know what I'm saying? Like, and if you sitting there, if you sitting there and. You know, if I'm I'm at work or if I'm at like I'm in and out the crib, like you can't sit, you gonna got my patterns down? No, fam, that's not okay with me. He's fucked up by saying like you don't even be <laughs> here. I wouldn't even let him you finish don't even it. Be home. <laughs> like, why <laughs> you why you tripping? Nigga, why I you was, tripping? I'm doing us both a service. And I started like, being like, because like, I went and bought another camera and set it up so I could watch the nigga when I ain't here, because I got to know. What the fuck is going that on? That nigga said like he was your son. Like, like, yeah, you don't even be here. And I can't have people in the house. And he, cause he, he noticed he was fucking up. He was like, no, 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 uh-uh. And then I'm like, I thought to myself, like, I'm about to have no fucking argument with this nigga. Like, Jason, what you doing home? <laughs> this ain't you your home? lunch hour no more. You home early today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like. Yeah, empathy is if he was digging in the trash and he needed a sandwich. But the nigga looking for Wi-Fi, we can't empathize with him, dog. But, you know, uh, we know we did collect all them coats for the coast drive and shit. We're going to be giving them out on Sunday somewhere downtown. Did so, you give him a coat? Uh, we going to do that shit on Sunday. I might pull up on him like, nigga, need a coat? Like, here. You know what I'm saying? Like we do- no, he, he need to go to uh, the rescue mission on Woodward and Highland Park. Go to the airport, nigga. I don't know. Do no, something. I'm saying, like, like, he can go in there. And it's a place. It's the, indoors. The tsunami warming center. Yeah, shit, like, you, you know, know what I'm saying? saying. Like go, to, like don't sit in the car. Like just, just for you know, what I'm saying all bullshit aside. Like that nigga's asking for a problem, a bigger problem. Nigga, than, if the police roll, take. if the police roll up at three in the morning and now, see, granted, and they see you got fucking <laughs> curtains <laughs> up in your Crown Vic. Now before this and shit, like I called the the nine the police nine emergency number because I didn't want to call the police on a nigga because. 
I didn't want them to come with that level of because I assumed he was homeless initially. You right. know what I'm saying? I didn't want them to come as in like it's an issue. I want the non threat. They was like, no, nah, we can't we can't do nothing. We can't dispatch nothing from the uh from the non emergency. You gotta call nine one one. One, I couldn't call nine one one. So I went to the precinct. It was like, no, nah, we can't we can't dispatch a car from the precinct, gotta call nine one one. I'm like, well, I can't do shit because one, I don't necessarily like the police, and two, I would have to you would have to come to my address that account as police contact and yeah. that's a whole nother thing. You know what I'm saying? So that shit sucked, uh, I just don't I, that nigga, that's wild though. Yeah. You don't even be here, dog. <laughs> why is you why is you fucking tripping? <laughs> nigga gonna try to hit me with nigga. I'm on a public accent like nigga. That's not gonna fly anywhere, man. <laughs> like <laughs> don't don't do that, dog. Like Actually, it's not I'm it's the not. least of your worries, bro. Like I, mean, like, no, I could be the most I'm of your worries. Like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm actually helping you out right now. Like in real life, like you just need <laughs> just, to move somewhere else. Just move. Cause not to the front of my house either. <laughs> <laughs> like, take that. I mean, take that shit a block over where the Wi-Fi signal is still strong, my nigga. I, I wanted to tell a nigga, like, look, the nigga live across the street from them niggas low-key moved away, like, in the summertime and didn't tell, like, don't want, no one's there. Like, I wanted, like, nigga, go park in front of this house. Like, but. You might have to sketch comedy that shit, though. I really want to see, like, a reenactment of him pulling up <laughs> behind you, though. Like, who that nigga gone? Uh, <laughs> I can't wait for that nigga to leave. Dog, but, that's uh, crazy. That's so I, but then on Christmas and shit, where everybody doing that shit, I'm like, damn, this nigga out in the cold somewhere. But like, just I can, do that I, shit away from my house. I can pray for you, brother. That's that's that's. I the did best pray I for the nigga. Hopefully, you know, whatever he going yeah. through. Hope homelessness is difficult. But yeah. he doing all right if he getting girls. I mean, it's not that bad if he if he having company. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I bad. I seen nigga smoking weed in that bitch one time. Like, hey. all right, nigga. <laughs> all right, nigga. Hold on, fam. He's, he's, <laughs> you got gas. He finds a way to get gas. Like he must got. You know what I'm saying? He's keeping gas apparently because because <laughs> at night he, the car be on sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like keep him warm. You know, somebody sent me a meme and I posted it the other day. Like you know, crackheads. You know, wake up every day with no money and they get out there and hustle for crack. Like you, you ain't got more hustle than the crackhead. I then, hate that fucking meme. Okay. Then my <laughs> then my nigga Eric hit me back. <laughs> My nigga E, shout out to uh, it's like a podcast or whatever. Hit me back. He's like, Nick Crackheads also will, are willing to suck dick. Yeah, crack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're doing anything for crack to get that ten dollars. Like I hate that fucking <laughs> meme, dog. Because when I seen a couple months ago, like everybody started posting this shit, like yeah, yeah, this is what I be talking about, bitch. Shut the fuck up. I hate what I, I hate. A, oh, that's what I be talking about. Ass. He, he, he just took it somewhere I wouldn't. <laughs> he just took it somewhere up. I wasn't prepared to deal with. He had to let you know what what they doing. <laughs> Nigga, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, niggas always talking about like, uh, man, you see it's fifty four degrees up. That's what I be talking about. No, the fuck you don't. It's not like a forty degree day. <sighs> Nobody's getting excited <laughs> for a forty degree day. Um, Strange. all right, man. So listen, dog. Uh, we've come to the end of the year, end of the decade, end of the decade. You talk yeah. all that shit. Say so, your deep shit too. Like how next week is is the next. Year. You know what I'm saying? It's a new month and a new year. The new month, <laughs> the new year, and a new decade, <laughs> nigga. When I seen that shit online, I, I, it literally did. That. I was like, damn, nigga, this don't happen. But every ten, 10. years, <laughs> every ten years, nigga, every ten years. Now we rolling up on the twenties, though. That shit wild. Dog. So now when niggas don't reference the twenties or the thirties, it's not talking about nineteen twenties and nineteen thirties. Like we gonna be alive, God willing, around in the nineteen thirties. So when niggas be like, yeah, back in the twenties, we were like, which twenties? 
That shit crazy. Yeah, that shit wild. And so what's so wild You've is, lived through four different decades. Facts. So I'm going to pop a little seed out at some point. And I'm like, when you was born? Back in 19, 19 anything going to sound fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you was born in the 1900s? Slow your roll. <laughs> Slow your roll, little nigga. And man, my daughter asked me one time, what was it like being a slave? <laughs> I told her, ask your motherfucking grandmother what it was like being a slave. Because she older than me. Wow. The kids is disrespectful, man. They are. They, they have, are. They had no concept of actual time. No, they, they're terrible roommates. And... They uh, they really think you old as hell. Like you know what I'm saying. Like, have your children called you a boomer yet? He wants to call everybody boomer because that's 11. a thing now. Because he a boomer. He want to call. Never heard every, that shit. It's a oh. thing that the young kids call everybody. Call him a boomer. It's a baby like boomer. Yeah. But he he want to call everybody a boomer. So he want to call his grandparents a boomer. But his grandparents was young. So he like they not even boomers. Like my mama's fifty. <laughs> like, so like, she's still living life. Yeah. Your, your grandma not even a boomer. Like, <laughs> like, so you can't even say it. He's just thinking like, oh, but you know, fifty. Like she was fifty three. That shit is old as hell. To when you when you eleven, that shit seem, seems like forever. I had to break it down to my son. He about to be seventeen, and he was like referencing some shit to me like. Back in your day, I'm like, nigga, I'm 22 <laughs> years older than you. Nigga, shut up. <laughs> like, I understand that in your mind, you think that's rather old, but like in four years, you'll be able to go to the bar. Guess who the fuck you'll see there? Dad. But see, Dad, we'll be, I'll send you a drink down. It's son. always been that way, though. Like, it's it literally been always been that. We just on the other side yeah. of that shit. Now, granted, like, we. Um, I think we a lot cooler than our parents was at this age. They was like in full adult mode. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, them niggas was like handlebar mustaches and like <laughs> but, lunch box, like but, hard lunch boxes and shit. But Jay, like, some, some days you wake up and you be in full adult mode and you don't want to be there. Like, you just realize, like, I might be in like, nigga, I'm putting, mode, but I'm putting on have. slacks to go to work. True that. that slacks. Parent shit will fuck you up. Cause, uh, like, Dame can attest, like you learning on the job, I'm sure. on the fly, like, my, like, on the fly. On the, like you don't, don't nobody know this shit. Like it's not like yeah, I was born to be a dad, nigga. No, you wasn't, nigga. <laughs> they all grow up in the same house together with completely different personalities and issues. And it's like having five wild animals in the house at all times. And you, you're really responsible for that shit. So I, I sit back every couple weeks, like I'm responsible for lives. And they're not like, supposed to die in your care. Me. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you got to do, like, did you do your homework? No, oh, fuck homework. Homework is permission the worst shit slips. Ever. Shit. Like, <laughs> they give you the permission slip the day of. I need to turn this in this morning on the way to school. Can you sign this? You signing shit blindly. Sure. Yeah, man. And it's going to cost you $20. No, I asked him if he got money. That's be like, do you got it? <laughs> Y'all niggas old. Um, <laughs> I can't wait till you have a kid. You're going to be like, you're going to oh, be the old nigga at graduation. Ooh, duh. You're going to be the old nigga at graduation. Nigga, 60. You, just, you got a damn near newborn. You're going to be there too. <laughs> He's three. He's three. And I'll still be younger than you at graduation. Uh, you ain't even no, started the race yet. You older than me, though, in real life. But you ain't started the race yet. I'll be good. <laughs> the race going to kill you, Jay. Hey, man. When old fam, old, I live. I live life at a slow pace. Old daddies at graduation look different. Like sixth grade graduation, your granddaddy, like, it's your granddaddy? Fuck you, that's my dad. <laughs> I'm a little young forever. That beard say different. That, that goatee say different. Oh, I can't wait till that motherfucker be gray, though. Like all the way gray. That bitch be, yeah, that shit look fire. Uh, <laughs> You're going to look like Steve Harvey. Don't do that. I never look like Don't Steve Harvey, that. nigga. <laughs> 
I never look like Steve Harvey. But look, anyway, though, man, uh, every time we do a, a year-end wrap-up, man, um, I think year one, we had Judy. She came in on the year-end episode. Yeah. The thirst trap, the walking uh, thirst trap. Yeah. That's when we broke down. I, I came across the audio and we broke down how... Uh, the walking thirst trap, dog. Or the, Judy Fit. Or the J, the JPEG thirst trap. She, um, she's, she's only... I ain't... I ain't even gonna say nothing. <laughs> I ain't about to. She, she happy know. wife, happy life, Kerr. Yeah, just um, keep it happy. Year two, I think. Um, you know, Sale. Yeah, we had had the homie Sale through. Came through, help us do the wrap up. Uh, last year, he, was it uh, Cheyenne? I felt like we had Cheyenne last year for the last year. I just don't remember last year. I really just don't. But well, we usually have a guest, but we got Curve here to help us wrap bah, up bah, bah, bah. the uh, the year and the decade. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I do have a, a very special story time with Dame. I know that's why I wanted I wanted to get into that because you've been you've been saving it for about you oh. know six months or so. And I queued up my own story time with Dame. Oh, this is great. Okay, so you can you can look directly into that <laughs> camera while you while you talking and shit. It's story time with Dame, motherfuckers. Uh, shout out to my young nigga Mac Moody. <laughs> It's my nigga Moody, born to Mac. This song is like ten years old, but I just feel like it didn't get it didn't get the justification that it should have got, and it's it's appropriate for story time with Dame. This is one of the worst ones ever, and if you follow the podcast, <laughs> you know I've had some doozies. It's not up there with me, Mason, old girl. But uh, it yeah, was the Mason wasn't that, that video. The Mason wasn't that bad. You had another one too. When I st- when I took the cane, because that was bad too. That was the same episode. That cane was good though. <laughs> You got a few, man. I don't know. You, it's hard to tell. Story time with Dame is a is is really an <laughs> an analogy. Excuse me. It's like an anthology of terrible decisions that I've made in my thirty eight years of living on God's green earth. But this story time with Dame is is especially like important because it also involves the NBA All Star. You want? I'm not gonna give them away. Why not? Completely. I mean, what what, what <clears> they gonna <throat> do? He want he want to fight? He want to pull up? I get a team because he played for a few different teams. But he he was also NBA All Star. Did he he did want to pull up at one point in our back and forth? Uh, he tried to pull up on me. Oh, this is great during the podcast time. Oh no no <laughs> not the podcast time. Like he was still in the NBA when he wanted to pull up on me. So story time with Dame. Uh, way back in the day, after my ex wife, you know, made her departure from my life, I was back out here in the dating world, which is you know like a wasteland when you've been married for so long tell me about it you just be out of the game you know what i'm saying i was dating my wife but like dating like different women like it was just it was just fucking foreign to me so i ended up dating this chick and shout out to my niggas aj and sj because she lived out in the town i don't know if she was from inkster but she had like this real nice condo like inkster romulus area whatever Mm -hmm. he's a dating woman out there real nice ass condo but she was a teacher and not counting nobody money, but I know teachers don't make like a whole hell of a lot of money. So I just saw some red flags while we was like dating. Now this ain't my this ain't my woman. You know, I know I'm not the only nigga in this rotation that she got going on. So, you know, I don't ask a lot of questions. Hold on, let me turn this shit off. I don't ask a lot of questions, but like when shit don't make sense to me, you know, I just I inquire. Not everything is my business. You're not entitled to answer shit, but like, you know, two plus two still equal four. So she was a teacher, you know, nice ass condo in Romulus. She drove a Benz, which is, you know, whatever. It wasn't like, you know, the, the big body, but it's still a Benz. 
And the bitch had like brand new furniture all over the crib. Like, it still smells like out the showroom furniture. Yeah, yeah. I ain't tripping. I mean, this is her house. She just moved here, possibly. You know, so she she got shit. So, you know, we dating, kicking it, fucking doing what doing what adults do. Uh one night, you know, I'll be I'll be honest. I don't hold my liquor well. This it's, <laughs> it's a well known fact. <laughs> it's, it's a well known fact that uh me and liquor, I, I typically lose when I drink. Lose badly. Yeah. And this is you know, a much younger me. My ex wife didn't allow me to drink in the house. So you know I didn't. I like I didn't I didn't think it was that big that big of a deal. That was my wife. You know, if that was the rule of the house just to keep the peace, you know, me and the fellas ain't drink at the house. So, you know, wasn't no, wasn't no big deal. But, you know, now she gone. I do what the fuck I want. You know, I get drunk when the fuck I want to. Man, me and old girl went out one night. You know, I had even one is probably one too many for me. But I got drunk as fuck. Yeah, it probably don't take much to get you <laughs> nah. faded. <nigga. laughs> nah. You're a smoker. Yeah, I'm a smoker. I'm a smoker. But, I mean, you know, I like to indulge, but it, it typically ends bad. Wash Dame is... <laughs> Is a is a motherfucker. So we back at her place, and nigga, I'm talking like I'm pissy drunk. Like I was so drunk to the point, like she had like this brand new sectional. I whipped out and peed on the sectional. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and curve in the middle of the night, I got up to pee again, and I mistook her laptop for the toilet, man. So I opened the bitch up. What's wrong with this nigga? I was drunk, man. You opened the laptop up. I opened it up. I peed on the laptop. I closed it back and I went to bed. <laughs> Shit. It was a rough night, man. It was a rough night, bro. What did, what did you drink? Hennessy. Hennessy. And let's have devil's a, nectar. And let's have an honest conversation while we have three gentlemen in the room. Hennessy tastes disgusting. It's not my fave. No. It tastes disgusting. But it gets you to a particular destination very quickly. VSOP right So, you know, I'm thinking, so when I wake up and she's Paul Matan as well. And man, me and both pa- sides of the spectrum. You know what I'm saying? Me and Paul done had some that had some terrible, terrible days. That's that that's the right VSOP right there. <laughs> <laughs> so the next mor- the next morning we all wake up. And I realize the aftermath of my So she did she know about the, the couch? The couch? No. <laughs> She was asleep. She was asleep. Did she have a puppy at least? No, no. <laughs> she had my grown ass in the house. Oh God! And I, I was. She was asleep the whole time, man. Like I'm drunk, so like I'm thinking these rooms are bathrooms. They're not. They're not. They're a couch in her MacBook. So she wakes up in the morning, and you know, like nigga, I take blood pressure pills. I'm drinking Hennessy. Like nigga, my pee. It ain't, you know what I'm saying? It's dark. Orange. <laughs> you know what I'm yes, saying? I, I ain't drinking water like I'm supposed to at the time. So it's bad. It's bad. Oh, this is great. Uh, it's bad, man. So she wakes up frantic, like screaming. Her first thought is somebody broke in and vandalized a the deer, house. possibly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's me. I had to be like, oh, shit. Because all my clothes are in the living room. At some point, I got I'm naked. I'm like, baby, somebody broke in. I'm not admitting to this shit. Hey, damn. Come on, Dan. You're supposed to be a bear broken his bitch. I'm giving you the best I got. <laughs> so, you know, microfiber, you know, urine ain't really coming out. Okay? And this MacBook, 
This MacBook is now it got sticky keys. <laughs> it's fucking Mac, destroyed. That MacBook is over. It's fucking that destroyed. MacBook. Motherboard is soaked in in Hennessy urine. All I can be like is I'm you sorry. The MacBook was open in the lid of the toilet. <laughs> Nigga, I did. I did. I just, I just put that together. Like, why the fuck would you open the Mac? Like, you thought that's that how was you the- open the toilet up. You, you lift know, the la- lid. Remember last week you said because low key because back in the day the MacBooks used to be white. You lift the toilet seat. I don't, but we don't know how long ago this was. This is this is like this is, <laughs> to give it a timeline. This is like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Okay, so it was, it was white. It was bad. It was white. Yeah, it's two thousand eight, two thousand nine. All know, this last, uh, last week, Jay said that your brain was a computer, and so yo shit, my shit was Irish, my shit was crashing. It my was shit. all the pop ups that came up. It was like McAfee, 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 McAfee. He was like, shit, fuck that. He got Rick Roll. My shit was crashing. So the next day, she wake up frantic. I just admit to it because, like, all my clothes in the living room, I'm like, it had to be me. I'm so sorry. That's all I can tell her is I'm sorry. She didn't even really trip. She's like, it's not a big deal. My friend looks out for me. I was like, you talking about the other nigga? She's like, it's not a big deal. I'm like, all right. I get cleaned up. We go to breakfast. No. No, nothing. This is a very <laughs> forgiving woman. Like, that shit nasty, dog. Like, but bitch, listen, she whether I got the money little... or not, if you pee all over my laptop and my fucking couch, you got to get the fuck out. <laughs> like, we went to OHOP. Like, I, I took a shower. We went to OHOP. It's no big deal. So I come over, say, like, two weeks later, she invited me back. You know, no no drinking. No yeah, drinking. that was my next question. This woman attractive? You? She's very attractive. <laughs> oh, shit. She invited him back. <laughs> what was that? I don't understand. I thought like, that was it. Like, it was like, <laughs> no, yeah. the story continues. She invites me back over. You know, I'm coming over hat in hand because I'm really apologetic because I, I literally showed my ass the last time I was in your house. Literally showed my complete bare ass. I come back in the house. Niggas, brand new furniture in the living room. Not, I got to clean. Like, it's a whole nother setup. Because she probably told them, like, you know, I have my nieces and nephews over there. <laughs> they fell asleep. They peed on the sofa. I need to get it replaced. Whole new setup, Jay. Like, couch, love seat, sectional, new laptop. It's look like a fucking showroom. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, I guess your friend looked out. She was like, yeah, he's, he's like, he's a somebody. I'm like, you know, bitch, what the fuck you think I am? Now I'm offended because I feel like you're trying to. I mean, you, you the nigga who peed all over the <laughs> shit. The other niggas is, is somebody who don't pee on my couch. You nigga. <laughs> she, was, she was like, my friend came, My friend was in town. He came over. I told him I had some needs. You know, he took care of it. So now I'm I, I'm not going to lie. I'm in my feelings, you know, because I, I feel like I'm, I'm justified to feel a way about this other nigga. Like who? Who is who? This fucking friend that you spending all this goddamn time with? This is a totally irrational fear of yours. Though. This is a, this. Is, you have no entitlement to this feeling. By the way, I just want you to know that I do. I feel entitled. I'm I feel entitled. I, I keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Please keep going. I feel entitled. And she hit me with like, "You shouldn't really ask me questions you don't want the answer to." Lindsay Hunter. And I and so I let it go. I was like, you know, you 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 right. You right. I let it go. We do whatever we do, but in the back of my mind, like when I'm sleeping in her house again that night, I don't wanna know. <laughs> like no, in the, he had in, the best. 
in the back of my mind, like, I'm like, what the, you know, who the fuck is this? Nigga bought you brand new furniture and a brand new MacBook. Like, these, this is when in time, like, MacBooks are really still, like, they affordable as fuck now. But they was no, no, no they no. are not. Yeah, I no. feel like that. <laughs> no, no, it's still the, the cheapest baseline <laughs> Mac that just dropped. That bitch is twenty four hundred dollars. I feel like they're more affordable. They got them on Groupon for like four hundred bucks. Yeah, like, them the ones that came out in 09, though. And they refurbished <laughs> as fuck. Curve. I, I felt like I felt like she was she was on some fuck shit. Like I came over two weeks ago. You got new furniture and a new MacBook. Like, what the fuck is going on? So I'm laying in the bed while she's asleep, and, like, my, my mind is really twisting and turning. Like, who the fuck? Like, who the fuck? I know. I know. I, my entitlement is higher than a motherfucker. I can't believe this nigga Joe Dumas. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, who the fuck? Fucking dark Milicic. <laughs> this motherfucker. I eventually go to sleep. And I wake up the next day, you know, she doing her normal routine, getting together. You know, she about to go out and do her thing. I was like, look. I don't know what the fuck we doing, but like this other shit. You what got. are we? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, I'm, I'm basically they, they like, what are we? I'm, what are we doing here? No, that's basically the conversation <laughs> I had with her. I'm like, you know, my feelings. I'm like, I feel a way. And she was like, I don't know why. Like, she hit me like with the nigga. Like, I don't know why. Like, we we having fun. We enjoying each other's company. This is the perfect setup for you, actually. I didn't see it that way at the time. Like, I feel like you may be able to get a MacBook, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking Jerry Stackhouse. Why, why, why is your vagina a, a, a fucking timeshare? Like, I asked her that. Like, why is your pussy a timeshare? And she was like, you got a lot of. Yes, yeah. nigga. She has a right. lot of nerve. Yeah, I had a lot of nerve. She asked me to leave. So I'm like, you know, fuck this. Whatever. It's crazy that she asked you to leave after. <laughs> Take a, <laughs> piss, take a piss all over the fucking house. <laughs> Let's go to OHOP. <laughs> now you've caught my pussy in timeshare. Uh. You know, I'm, I, I was trash. And I've been trash at several points in my life, unfortunately. This is awesome. I'm trying to work that out for 2020. So let's fast forward another two weeks. All is forgiven. You can come on back. So we doing this. <laughs> curve. It's crazy. It's crazy. Because, like, I'm not that... Like, I'm handsome, but I'm not that handsome. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why where, I is this woman attractive. Like, like where she has Jesus to keep putting Christ. up with my crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? But she invites me back again. I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm going to come back through. You know, but this time when I go back, she also has an Audi along with the Benz. And I'm just like, you a teacher. Yeah, all right. You a teacher. Well, she was like, well, my friend, when he come in town, he don't want to rent a car. So he just asked, he bought this and asked me to keep it here and just park it in the garage. I'm like, so, so the nigga, so back to me being entitled. So I'm like, so the nigga be here too, huh? Insecure. You just be fucking two niggas in the same day, huh? Like that's, mm. that's, that's really how you manage in your vagina. And she, she hit me again with like, you know, you need to calm this the fuck down. But like, I'm pissed now. I'm pissed. You being pissed is great. I think <laughs> like, the pun on that is awesome. I'm pissed the fuck off. So now we we laying in the bed, you know, because she still let me stay, you know, with my nigga had his, had his back turned to her and shit, <laughs> oh, gripping the pillow and shit. But Jay, like while we sleeping in the bed, like I keep seeing she had like a when the, when iPhones come out, 2008. So she had like the an iPhone seven eight. She had an iPhone, but she also had like a video phone in the house. We don't worked in call centers, so the, the shit looked like a big Avaya phone, big ass screen on it. I'm like, how the 
fuck this bitch got a video phone for? Are you special with one of them shits? Because them bitches only mm-hmm. work with that exact was, same video phone. And the other phone. person has to have it. Randomly had a conversation about this this video phone shit yesterday <laughs> with somebody. Yeah. So she had a video phone. I'm like, who the fuck are you talking to on a fucking video phone? And she's like, well, my friend, when he's back in his city, you know, he wants to see me. He'll call me on the video phone. I'm like, fucking whore? Like, that's <laughs> what I'm thinking in my head. Like, you fucking whore? So we we laying there at night and the phone ringing. I in, think I know where this story is going. Okay, in my insecurity, video phones ringing. No, no, her okay. her her chunky ass iPhone is ringing. Like so, it, Soldier Boy coming in. <laughs> so got a video phone. So that's the that's the. <laughs> so in my insecurity, Prime Soldier Boy, I grabbed the phone. You know what I'm saying? She, I'm I'm weak at the time. I'm not I'm not gonna lie about it. Like I, I was on some weak shit. I grabbed the phone. I'm like, why the fuck this Houston number keep calling? I know who this person is. He played for the Rockets. I know who this person is. <laughs> okay. Is. I'm like, why the fuck this Houston number keep calling? So she she like, that's my friend. Yeah. Yeah, it's him. It's him. She was like, that's my friend calling. I knew that was him. Yeah. So I'm I'm like, why why the fuck? Why the f-? you know, I'm I'm livid. I'm fucking livid. Then the video phone starts going off. Like it's like two in the morning. He ain't got no respect for my time. Like you don't you don't schedule this shit effectively with a nigga not calling in on my time. You know, just being, you know, entitled ass nigga. That's a good pair. Just being an entitled ass nigga. Uh she eventually take her iPhone, go to the other room, make up some bullshit, come on back. So next morning we doing the same song and dance. You wanna go to breakfast. She getting up, getting her shit together, but that video phone going off while she in the shower. Dog, everything in me said, Dame, don't fuck with this shit. This is her house. This is her shit. Don't touch it. Don't fuck with the shit. But, like, the weakness in me couldn't let it go. I I answered the bitch. He's sitting on the other end of the video phone. So, like, I can... It takes a second for it to connect. Yeah. So I can see him coming in. I'm like, that really looks like... Such and such, I'm like it can't be, but it really looks like him. Was 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 it like I don't want you to say who this person was, but was he like a franchise player? Absolutely, Jerry oh. fucking Stackhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, oh duh. So I I kind of like moved to the side, and I can hear the nigga like talking. So I'm like, man, fuck this. I'm a I'm a let the, I'm a let the nigga know she occupied. So I just get up and I just like walk past the screen. So, you know, you you see that it you see that it's a man here, motherfucker. <laughs> so now this nigga the nigga is literally yelling on the other end, hey, hey, like who the fuck? You so, low key though, you hating right now, dog. You are fucking up a good thing for her. I'm so on such a high level. On such a cause my ego just would not let me be. It just wouldn't let this other nigga get the best of me. You know what they call that? Toxic masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all got hate in your blood. It's fucked up. So now uh, she she hears the fracas from the shower. She clearly knows what this nigga's voice is. So she knows something is up. And I'm out in the bedroom while she in the shower. She come out and, you know, he on the video phone. And he, who the fuck that nigga you got up over there? Ooh, ooh, I'm doing all this for you. And you got some nigga. And she is like giving me the death stare. 
as I sit in the bed, you know, thumb fucking on my Android phone. She is giving me the fucking death stare. I don't know what she was able to do to calm and pipe that shit down in the moment. She finished getting herself together, finished her shower, and just let me know there'll be no breakfast today, and you probably need to lose my number from now on. Uh, and that is the end of story time with Day. Uh, I, I, I want to know who this woman is. Right. Like, what she she found her Instagram for me. Uh, I'll see if I can find it. She, I know she runs her own business now. Hmm. She's like she's like a successful accountant in the city. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. We, I want to know who she is. She, Me too. I, I'll find a picture of her. And see Let's, she's very forgiving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's very forgiving. She, she gave me a couple passes, but I fucked it up. A every couple. Time. Why would you? Why would you do that? Just my ego. You like, could have been gripping the audience until the nigga pulled up and played the Pistons. Why? Why is your vagina on a timeshare? Why do I have to schedule time with it? Because you don't. What you tell me all the time? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> why? Like why I got to schedule time yeah, with it? Man. Damn, that was a pretty good story, man. I wasn't down with OPP in the moment. That's unfortunate, dog. You fucked that. You hated on her, dog. He helped her fund her. He helped her fund her new business. I bet she is extremely an extremely successful accountant in Detroit. Uh, yeah, man. I reached out to her about possibly helping us with our books. With some shit that we got on the table for next year, and she and she politely declined. She did. Yeah. How's she changing up? I know, right? How's she going? fucking the game up for me. Niggas act brand new. I just, I have a conversation with her. Niggas act brand new once they get a little bit of money. No, she had the no, money. She, she she had it already and shit. That's crazy. He been right. out the NBA for a while. He ain't bankrolling her no more. He still got a lot of money, dog. Maybe. Y'all remember that one thing that had happened? He was looking bad. Yeah, he was looking bad. Yeah, that one thing that happened. But uh, he looks anyway. We know. No. Fuck it. Yeah. <clears throat> story. Story time with Dane. That's, that's how you end. That's it. pretty cool. That's pretty cool for the end of the year, though. End of the decade. Yeah. That's. that's you know what I'm saying. True. My stories are terrible, man. My I life. Can't wait to listen to this tomorrow. My life is a fucking <laughs> tragedy, bro. I don't know why God keep blessing me with good women because I don't be. I don't be doing. No, that right. wasn't you. I mean, you had to get out of that, Dane. I did. You I feel better. I feel you, better. You didn't need that on you. No, I didn't. I mean, she. Never mind. I ain't going to say that. But listen, man. <laughs> he ain't need I'm about to say, him. she's like, eh. He ain't need that on him. Um, It ain't cost that much to live where she was living. Probably not. <laughs> like, no, it's affordable out there. You know, the further yeah. you go. Uh, it's cheaper. It towards is. the end of Wayne County. Yeah. Know, it's, to the poor parts. Yeah. My ex, she used to stay out there. You know what I'm Wixom. saying? Fucking, fucking Inkster, Romulus, Taylor. Yeah. You know. Shit, I used to stay out in Taylor for a couple of years. $400 rent, shit yeah, like that. Yeah, some shit is nuts. Yeah. $400 rent, like, in 2019. <laughs> um, all right, man. So, listen, man. We about to get into some wrap-up shit. Though. Uh-oh. Um, there are a couple. I mean, we, like, I never really. So, one, I wasn't even going to do this type of episode because this is the episode that everybody's doing. Don't Absolutely. Do it, you know what I'm saying? Don't do it. But then I was like. Everybody don't listen to a lot of podcasts. Some people just listen to our podcast, so they're not into what everybody else doing. So I yeah, won't deprive yeah. them of having a conversation about wrapping up the year, wrapping up the decade, the whole nine yards. But honestly, until this end of the decade shit, like I ain't never looked at time that way. I never looked at my shit in 10 year blocks. Um, I guess we was younger that we didn't give a fuck in two. Well, in 2010, niggas didn't care about the decade. Yeah. Like it wasn't even though it should have been like 
bigger deal what it was. Like, like I graduated high school in 2000. So like in 2010, our 10-year reunion, whole nine, that should have been like a, let's reflect yeah. on what, yeah, didn't. it didn't come up. This is new because it didn't come up in the 90s either. Yeah. And the world was supposed to end. Facts. <laughs> and niggas was not like, hey, man, what did you like the most? You know, I legit thought the world was going to end in 2012. 12? Yeah. Wow. 2012. Yeah. I not 2000. Not 2000. To end, but it was supposed to end in like May Well, let me refer. Like, I didn't think like on at on 2000, like the world was going to like blow up or no shit. But like, it, I really thought shit was going to get really fucked up. Hmm. And it could have, that process could have started. And for a long reason, I didn't have children specifically. It wasn't until after 2012 that I was, because I said, I'm never having children. You just pulling out. Just, I was, <laughs> How you'd have made it? How you'd have made it? But like, it wasn't until like 2013, 2014 that I was like, okay, I'll have kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, no, not gonna have it. I was thinking, you know, I'm the conspiracy nigga. Tinfoil hat tight and all that shit. I'm like, nigga, I'm gonna pop out a fucking kid and by 2014, nigga, this shit gonna be some George Orwell 1984 shit. What the fuck am I gonna do with a kid? I'm gonna fight the revolution when I got a two-year-old. So, you know, I chill. It's gonna keep pulling out. Yeah. That's terrible. But um, <laughs> uh, there was a couple of different things, right? So, music wise, we talk about music on this podcast. We talk about like world events. We talk about um, cultural shit, movies, and stuff like that. But I didn't want to talk about music first, though. Like, if we had to sum up, like, from two thousand ten to two thousand nineteen or two thousand twenty, like, music has changed dramatically, right? During mm-hmm. that time frame, like, we went from. We kicked off 2010 with My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it seems so long ago. It does. You know what I'm saying? And like, I remember 2010 very specifically because um, I moved to Royal Oak. I, I used to move like every year and shit. You know what I'm saying? So for each year, I got like a, a idea, but I stayed in there for like three or four years, or whatever. Like, so I remember that time frame like very, very specifically. Uh, I broke up with one of my exes during that time. And like, so like that time was like, I was just out here. I was just having a good time. Music wise, I was still making music, not like me rapping on it, uh, but like putting out music through my company and shit like that. Like we was still actively doing things like music. The whole landscape was just a lot different. Then we went through this whole, was the, was the Jim Jones pocket, uh, Skull, pocket chains, pocket chains. Was that was that 2008 or was that after 2010? That was before. Okay. Yeah, that predated. That was, yeah. But after 2010, we moved into this Kanye West, Kid Cudi, um, more singy song, drug and well darker, yeah, emo type emotional, shit. emo emotional type rap. <clears throat> you know, Joe did a whole bunch of mood musics and shit like that. And yeah. The music is start kind of getting changed and shit. So we was having a conversation and I was trying to think like, so right now music is like Percocets, Molly, uh, Codeine. It's like cool. All the drugs and shit. And I, the future gets the blame for it. A lot of the rap because he made that shit popping, I guess. But I don't think it was future. I, me personally think it was Eminem. Uh, cause he the first. I've never heard the term oxycodone before Eminem said it. I got mushrooms. I got salmons. I got adding like he. I heard all these drug references and shit, and the pictures he drew of them, whatever. And he yeah. like I never heard of these drugs. I heard of weed, crack, coke, 
I was up Meth. on I was up on ecstasy. I went to I went to a couple raves back in the day. But no, ecstasy was in rap. Like though. nigga, but ecstasy was in rap like two thousand and move like M was like ninety eight ish talking about ninety seven ninety eight talking about popping pills and doing all these drugs and shrooms and shit. Like I ain't never hear about nobody doing no fucking mushrooms. Now I'm not saying that that's like wrong or whatever. Like <clears throat> he introduced that shit and everybody listened to it. Yeah. Like he introduced, and it was like he wasn't like ashamed of it. Like no, we popping pills. Um, I never meant to give you mushrooms, girl. I never like all that shit. Yeah, like, yeah, I feel you. Like I, he introduced that shit into a whole new generation, and he had a cult like following. And then he made it cool for niggas to start rapping about that shit. So and the, start are, doing are these it. like the children of 100%. the Eminem generation? Yeah. Okay, that's a good theory in a way. Yeah. And that's then, 20 years ago. I mean, in a way. Yeah. He, it planted was, the seed. He was the biggest artist. So, you know, by default, you know, like every every kid knew who Eminem was. Yeah. Like you didn't and listen parents. to rap. Yeah. yeah. Parent, you didn't listen to rap without knowing who Eminem he was. He was huge. He was, M had like, an, <clears> not <throat> to, I don't want to talk about him in like past tense. Oh, the music fell. It's okay off. to pass, but I mean, we talking about the past decade. So okay, let's talk cause, about. Because well, I feel we, like we, Eminem. Well, we can't talk about Eminem. We talking about the 2010s. No, we actually can't. <laughs> no, he didn't drop nothing. Mm-mm, I don't no. want to say. I don't want to. I don't want to say the sentence because I feel I like he, he is relevant since still. The Eminem show. Yeah, that was like it. The first. That was the third round. Third album, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. After that, I fuck with it. Rap God. I thought that was good as a song. You didn't think Rap God was good? No. Okay. Fair enough. On a on a like on a technical level, like did everything rhyme and like I yeah I, I understand that song is incredible like yeah. is incredibly I difficult. That, I listened to that song one time. And I think you should give all it. I, I think you should give one all I needed to. You listen look, y'all, to y'all, y'all watch you, you heard disaster rap before, right? Yeah. Every disaster battle sounds exactly the same because disaster has the exact same flow pattern. And once you get I'm like, all right, I don't want to hear that shit no more. <laughs> like it was cool for the first ten years, disaster, but now. The it's game continues it. to evolve. It's just it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, once you heard it, like, every Eminem, the delivery, like, the words don't matter no more. Did y'all hear the fake Eminem diss to Nick Cannon? No. <laughs> Some nigga made a diss to Nick Cannon, and he he rapped like Eminem. He, I thought it was, like, if you're not paying attention, you think it was Eminem. Is it the napkins, dude? I don't know. You remember like the snapkins and happens and No, no, no. That's a real diss. Okay, <laughs> like it wasn't even comedy. Like he really did it. Like mm. it was relatively dope. Yeah, like but I like told it's Dame, a certain cadence he using. Like I told Dan, I, I like the same way he. I won't let him show me that video. I wouldn't let none of that uh, Nick Cannon Eminem <laughs> battle get into my <laughs> universe. <laughs> I was like, no. I like, thought it was funny. Like the day of, like that he put clips and. And Hitman on there, like I thought that part was entertaining, and I really expected Eminem to respond back at one point. Even I hate but, that M because that Fat Joe verse was good. Whose verse? M- Eminem's verse was good. Like if he didn't mention them, no, it was not good. This I was did, the better one for him. I did not like that verse at all. I just wish he didn't mention. You know what I'm saying? Like Mariah Carey and Nick Cannon, and I was like. Then it, it was like that. It was like those cut that couplet of bars, and then like the rest of it was like 
a regular verse. Yeah. You know what I don't like about uh, people who <clears throat> defend the Eminem joint? It's like, because I heard somebody, M- Mook, Murder Mook, when he was, t- he was on like, um, uh, what you call the podcast? Uh, His podcast? No, nah, Mook got it. He be on. He was on. Um, are you mad? Cause I'm what? Math Hoffa. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Math Hoffa TV show kind of. Which know is really good. Hoffa's TV show is really fucking good. Which is fucking excellent, and it's in a barbershop. Yeah. I'm just saying, just the content. Yeah, is good. but um, it is, it is really good. But he was like talking about how Eminem is so fucking great, and he was breaking down the lyrics. I'm like. Y'all can't, y- y'all don't do that for him and not for other people. Cause if you just want to listen to the lyrics, then I can go get you any rap from Lupe Fiasco that he released in the last 10 years and then say, well, look at this. Don't give him the pass. If you don't like how Lupe deliver it, even though Lupe is fucking a monster, then don't give me, like, I don't like how Eminem delivers his music right now. Like, I don't like the cadence. I don't like the flow. I don't like the content. I don't actually like his voice. His voice does not even sound the same. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like M still has good music in him, dog. Like it's it's there. It's there. No, why like in real life, like do you think Jay Z got good music in him still? I do. I do. Because I remember one is I don't forget who it is. Like, I don't want to hear no, I don't want to hear Jay Z make no more music. I did I at before four 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 came out, I probably said I didn't want to hear that shit. I never said. Just cause I I mean, I'm I'm a fan. You know what I'm saying? Like a a big fan. So I I would never say that just because I know how I want to hear him. So it's like I'm always going to I'm always going to listen to make sure I can hear him in certain lights. Like you're not ever going to say you don't want to hear Jay Z rap over a Just Blaze beat. No, not ever. Not no day out the week. I don't know that I want to hear fifty year old white Eminem perspective (laughs) on. He hasn't changed. Like you know what I'm saying. Like you, you know what I'm saying. And that's not. I'm not. I don't, I'm not saying that to, to be disrespectful for him. You know what I'm saying. But I think I think the I think the greatness is still within him. Like. I get what you're Th- trying This to might say. be a terrible analogy, but like for a minute, like Tiger Woods, niggas just counting them out. Like he he had the surgery, he had that shit with the getting caught cheating. He had lost like a string, like he was losing for years because his body actually broke all the way to fuck down. <laughs> but, but I'm saying, but at some point he found it again. Like when you are great, greatness is still in you. Sometimes it has to wake up. But like Eminem has more bad albums than he has good albums. Oh, Jay! Like fuck off! No, no. Let's just keep it real. Like his first three is certified classic. The Eminem show is that's two thousand four, right? Yeah, two thousand three, two thousand four. That's where it ends for him. Like some people will say, like the relapse and shit. That's cool, but for me, like he he peaked then. He's still a legend by peaking then. Period. But he's he's you. I get what you're saying. I feel like it's still there. Does he have the Ability, yes, because his words, he got a brain. He can do, he can put words together, yes, but he can't do it. Because, like, the Eminem, Eminem still hasn't made the album that rap nerds want him to make. So, so hold on. <laughs> like, he still has. Hold on. This is what I think it would take for that to happen. Because, number one, I feel that he still has it. I feel like he needs to be locked into a room with, like, great creative minds around him. And this is not taking nothing away from like him, his ability, his bars, but sometimes still just sharp and still. Hold on. Just hear me out. Just hear me out. You lock him in the studio with like a refreshed Dr. Dre, throw him in there with like 
with Royce, like other niggas around him that are going to push and inspire that pen. The, the best two albums he released since then was the the Bad Meets Evil projects. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you need sometimes you just need to, need your right team around you to have you in the right frame of mind. But that's he all. Keep wanting to make the same songs. All of them beats be like, he just don't, he don't care. And that's, he's a recluse and his music suffers from it. And clearly nobody want to be real with the nigga. Like, dog, we don't like this shit. He got, he signed Griselda. So his ear is still, it's still potent. Or not. He signed Griselda, right? Right. If he's not inspired by rapping with them guys, remember he got on the song. Conway, fucking Westside and Benny, like if they and th- you, think you, and think about Eminem got on a song with Griselda and you like you don't listen to that shit. I don't. I was just listening to what Machine Gun do. And guess that. what? Nobody listening to that shit. Like it ain't just like <laughs> it ain't just us. Like you know what I'm saying? Like nobody. Like damn, I, you made that's a good supposed point, to be a you moment. made a good point. That's supposed to have been a moment. Like for for them, that was supposed to be huge. Like, it's these guys, these grimy rap niggas, like, we got M on the track. Them niggas not even talking about it. That shit ain't, they drop documentaries every couple days, like, little three minutes. That shit not there. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. You're right. That nigga is just, like, he, he's a legend, and I think every, like, the thing with legends, like, it's 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 not just M who needs to, like, quit making new music. Like, yes. we want to pay you to perform the old shit. Like, that go for Jeezy. That go for T.I. Like, y'all niggas' first three shits? Yeah. Nigga, that's all we need from you. Like, anything else was a I don't want to hear shit but Dope Boy 95 Air Max on. I don't want... That's the Jeezy I want to hear. I went to the Jeezy count. That nigga didn't do nothing off his new shit. Because he knew. He he knew where he was. That nigga did TM 101. And I was happy. (laughs) Like, but that, like, as long as you know, like, don't make new music. He knew where he was. He knew his audience. He knew what Detroit niggas wanted to hear. Give us the shit. Like, you know, it's like, T.I., bro, don't waste your time making any more new music. I want Jeezy to bring out Doughboy Cash out. Let him do Good Ass Day. Let Payroll get off three or four songs. And not to tell niggas what they should do with their art. You can do whatever you want. However, no, tell stick to sixteens <laughs> on features. Maybe if you want to get a TI feature for whatever, whatever, whatever. But like, I personally just want the nigga to stop talking. <laughs> oh, it's over. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he just stop talking. You know, TI used to be one of my favorite. Like, I listened to uh fucking Urban Legend today. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, love the nigga, dog. Come he on, was man. great, but it's like now he he's approaching that more bad albums than good albums too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he's he's made a ton of a a, a, a bunch mediocre of music. albums. He a got me- a ton of mediocre shit. Just that music like, that don't matter. Like yeah. it's just like nobody asked for it. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's cool. You nobody gotta, was begging for a new Hustle Gang. Uh, like nobody, nobody's <laughs> asking for it. Like put the art, put your kids out and shut up. He I got a to, good thing with Damani. I went. To he a, got a good thing with that young nigga. Well, he not signed to him. No, but I'm saying like. <laughs> You were my he help him help him push help him. him. He he's a really good project. Push him. He, let, I let, went to the concert. Yeah. Matter of fact, uh, we I talked to the nigga afterwards. You know what I'm saying? He was back. You know at the merchant shit. Kicked it with him. You know what I'm saying? He a cool dude. Good music. I wasn't expecting the level of music out of him. Yeah. And the the introspectiveness out of him. And like, I went and downloaded probably like, oh, this shit is actually good. It's not. It don't seem like I'm it, rapping like my dad. Because the dad like, didn't help him with it. Um. So. Dad, don't help me with my homework no more. But uh, 
But when we talk about <laughs> music wise, right? That'll be my homework. I got this. Uh, what do you? I'm gonna ask y'all a couple, but like, mm. if it's one project that probably stood out or impacted you most out of the last decade, what would that project be? Uh, mm-hmm. I, I I hated this thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, this was the toughest project. The album that I think about, if it, if the album that stands out the most for the decade to me, and I think it's not even close. Like, if the top of my head for, like, you think about the 10 years, is Good Kid, Mad City. That's exactly I where agree. I was going, bro. I think it was, a, it was an instant classic. It was an undeniable classic. It's, it's a universal classic. Like, you just, it was, it was a great album. And it's like, you, you don't have to feel any way about any, anybody, but it's like, if you hear that, like, that defined, like, nothing was better than that. I often see that meme where they say, um, if Pac was alive or some shit, like, what would be the album that you would let him listen to from when he was gone? Like, I always pick Good Kid, Mad City. Like, I always, like, that's just a, a great. Not Pac. I wouldn't play that for Pac, though. I would, I would, I would play him black. I would play him. Um, he might have to hear YG because you got to think about the Pac that died. Not I would the Pac play who him, he was um, supposed to be. The Pac who died was uh, YG. Uh, the the Pimper Butterfly, which was a whole conversation. Tupac. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which that shit blew my mind at the when that one. One oh, I just jump ahead. Like you I know, think, my high take on because uh, y'all old niggas too. Uh, to Pimper Butterfly was nothing but the 2010 version of Goody Mob Soul Food, if you look at it track for track. <sighs> from the messaging, cool. like you, I don't know the last time you listened to Soul Food, but listen to Reason. it from Live at the Omni with one million niggas inside, all of the stuff with the conversations to like the, the content that they were saying well, the reason, was the same thing. And the fact that it's like, it, it's, that's what it was to me. Like only reason I gotta, uh, I would have to go back and really because I did recently listen, recently listen to Goody Mob because I just be feeling like uh, Goody Mob had heat for Bill Clinton, nigga. Yeah. But um, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, and that nigga CeeLo. So I do listen to uh, dissect. CeeLo was an incredible rapper at one that point. That nigga was an alien on that shit. CeeLo has one of my favorite albums of all time. The soul, mach- the soul machine. CeeLo Green is the soul, soul machine. That, that shit was uh, alien, <laughs> nigga. That, whenever you want some soul, start them up. <laughs> that, that album goes with me everywhere. Like every since that album came out, is that the one that has Glockapella on it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Ever since the album came out, every phone device, uh, laptop, PS4, whatever, like that album goes on on that shit. I listen to that shit. I don't, I don't think niggas understand how incredible CeeLo was at one point. Um, like, as a rapper? So fucking undeniable. Pimper Butterfly, right? Nuts. But so I'm sorry. I, listen, <laughs> I listen to a Dissect podcast, right? And Which is brilliant. When my man broke down to I Pimper, think he'd be giving people more credit than they... So <laughs> definitely on on the damn album. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I didn't listen to that one yet. He's not. Is like I don't agree with everything he said on the damn album. I know that nigga Rick Ross didn't mean all of that shit on uh, Devil in the Blue in the New Dress. So look, <laughs> that might be the greatest breakdown on a rap song in the last ten years. But um, when he broke down to Pimper Butterfly, and I saw how many references and callbacks that Kendrick actually did, like every single word. If damn near every single song, like he didn't, when somebody say he ain't waste a bar, like every, damn near every single word and every single everything broke back in reference to something else. And I was like, oh, this nigga like a writer, writer. 
You know what I'm saying? Like mm. I've, I've, I've liked Kendrick, right? He's of course. He's special, dude. He's special, and that's why it takes him so long to put these projects out because, like, oh, this is different. Yeah. This is not just a song. Like, all these songs are connected to each other, and they got meanings, and they, 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 so many different references and callbacks. So I was like, oh, this shit is like different. Like for me, uh, I think without Kendrick Lamar, um, like this decade of music is, you yeah. can have the whole thing he, almost. And the, the, and the crazy part, like a lot of things happened this week. Um, like with Drake showing that he was a pissy light skinned nigga and bitter man. <laughs> and, um, but no, in that whole thing, like it, you know, like Twitter is our place, you know what I'm saying? And so the jokes, but it, it's so much truth in the joke. Like Kendrick or Lamar is the, like he's the one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't deny him, but like Drake has more commercial success, more hits, all of that, right? But somebody had tweeted something and it was like, I was like, damn. No matter how much Drake has done or did in music the last 10 years, no one will ever mention him as black excellence. <laughs> he said that himself. And I was like, you right. That's a that's a hard pill to swallow. I, start, I, tried, right? to, I tried to make it through the two hour and 20 minute conversation he had with Elliot and uh, B-Dot. But he said, uh, he referenced like, you know, he white, half white or whatever. He said he ain't never, all the stuff that people been talking about him today, he's like, he ain't never... Heard nobody say that the the person who was the most streamed over a decade was a black man. He said he a Canadian. He said no one is a reference that like that. It was a black man that did this, and I was like, hmm, interesting. Uh, I, that's not how we see you, I guess. That's wild though. And he mentioned that himself, and so I didn't see the tweet, but like May, it's spot the, on. The tweet might have came from him saying because I I haven't listened to that the two. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. I seen just the clips and the yeah, clips I seen enough. clips and snippets. Yeah, the clips made me like I because I I fuck with B dot as an interviewer because yeah. he says like he's he's around our age. He a rap nerd nigga and he's asked everything that I would ask somebody in front of me that yeah. I grew up listening to. So like I know he will ask you know like you know ask the questions, but it was like once that Pusha T shit came out, it was just like fam. It's over, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you grown. If you don't care, let it go. Like, the fact that you this tight off of, like, yeah, I don't listen to that. And I don't believe none of his raps. I don't listen to him. <laughs> why, you gotta say it all, why you got to say it all? Sad? What the whole rap You can't right say it hard. <laughs> you can't say it hard, Dan. You can't be like, I don't listen to that nigga. I don't believe nothing that he says. What's so anyway, funny? It's all right if you like him. I don't like him. <laughs> you sound so sassy when you say that shit. He, oh, that's how I, that's how I heard yeah, it. Was, like, you can't, I mean. Now, like, one, granted, I didn't want to even listen to the interview, right? <laughs> I only listened to it because I know people are expecting us to talk Where about What are we it. on right now, man? <laughs> but to, to on Rap Radar or whatever, like, Elliot Wilson gets a lot of credit for all his interviews, but B-Dot really. B-Dot is the one. Yeah. However. I thought Elliot did a pretty decent job in this one because he did ask some questions and Elliot asked him in, in a way where it was like friendly. He asked he asked him about the meek shit. Or well, when they got to nothing was the same, he was like, Well, like with that album, with the the ghostwriting and all the stuff, and like you can't really celebrate that how you want to celebrate it because like the questions are still there. Like helped you. Mm -hmm. And he got to that and he talked about it. And I didn't I didn't like his answer. But no, remember, he's already talked about this shit on the shot. Yeah, but so he, like, he went into detail. And he basically was like, this happens all the time. 
I'm a paraphrase. Yeah, this happens all the time. I, I saw this clip. A lot of your favorite films do it. He's like, no one ever. It's collaboration. No it's one music. ever helped me on any it's, of the times. <laughs> he said, nobody ever helped me on any of the timestamp records. And all the records that was really, really big, no one helped me on those. And, and even the ones that you really, really liked on the B-side, no one helped me on those. But the other ones, yeah. Like, what? Do you know how much? And the thing that's great. There's still a lot of material. But the great that's part. still a lot of material. Like, fam, you, half your, you, can't, you can't not write half of your material <laughs> and then be like, he, he just said it. Like, no, I didn't do that. The other, your favorite shit, not me. You know what I'm saying? The shit a couple of y'all like, I did that. And but how do you integrity wise? How do you know when to believe him? Not that it matters. Like we don't care. Like you like the song, you like the song. Yeah. But like it only he, matters when we have these type of conversations. He's being spicy. He set two hours of spice. What's the spicy sauce that you can get from? Uh, <laughs> he gave two and a half hours of Asian zing. You know what I'm saying? He was on hot wings <laughs> with, uh, <laughs> with my man. <laughs> he gave two and then. Pusha T is smiling and happy. Like, this thing don't even care about this battle no more. And you still, like, I mean, <laughs> niggas said. I can't even look at you when you do this shit. Again. I lost. But, I mean, I can see how Why they do you sound like I your lost. name is Leroy? <laughs> well, my name is, uh, what is it, Dracor? I couldn't hear, I couldn't listen to it and not hear Spice, though. Like, it was just like, fam. So if I think about artists who kind of ran this decade, clearly Drake ran it on the on the I, pop side. Yeah, but I had a list of, like, some some art. I had a list of some albums that I thought, like, impacted the last decade. It, I, 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 I broke, I did mixtapes, too. But I had, like, some albums that I thought. CJ would, did not tell me that. Take Care. Drake shit. It defines a decade. It it was, does. That's his best album. Yeah, easily. Take care. Yeah, I that's think his that's best one. I think that's his best body of work. Not at all. Okay, my my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, one that was that I shitted on when it first came out. He but said he hated that. He said that was his worst album. What? Take care. Niggas, he, he a liar. He's been, his <laughs> my my favorite Drake album is uh nothing was the same. I think nothing was that's the supposed same to be. Was real he, he said he that said that's it. his favorite too. You know what I'm saying? Like that was like a, but like, take care. Take I thought Care, take care is, was that's, good. That's his closest class. Wait a minute, but that's a different conversation. Take Care is the the one he was in. It was in all black. Yeah. Okay, I'm thinking of the first one. Yeah, Take Care was had Lord thank Knows on it. Yeah, thank me. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Take Care had Lord Knows. That's, that's a big fail too. Lord Knows could have been great. It, it could have been great. That definitely defined. Lord Knows the hardest beat. Could have been. It it should have been an instant class. And that boy go through the girl phone. Just ruined it. For me. That, just, that was me. That was me. That was me. <laughs> you got your Drake beard on right now. As a matter of fact, <laughs> that was me. David Damon. Uh, Watch the Throne. Like I yeah. shitted on Watch the Throne when it first came out. It's a great album. It really is. It, it is. No it's, Church in the Wild. Niggas in Paris. Murder Excellence is my shit. And um, what's a king to a god? What's a god to a king? What's a what's a god to a non-believer? Like. Like this, that off. Like, come on, man. That's some, some shit. It was a, it was a moment. It's sure. a great album. No, what's a mob to a king? Not yeah. a guy to a king. Uh, the coloring book. Like mm. that was a really good fucking album. It really was. Uh, it we, changed some shit. Yeah, yeah. We, we talked about Good Kid, Mad City, The Pimple Butterfly. I think J Cole's best work, 2014, 2014. Four Hills Drive. I, I, 
and I, I I couldn't remember if it fit in there, but I I know it was 2011. What was the album? That was my favorite J Cole album, I think. Definitely mm-hmm. not 2014, but uh, Born Center. Born Center. Born Center was good. Um, what's so funny is like I always been a J Cole fan, right? Mm-hmm. And the people who didn't like J Cole or my friends in my circle, they really liked that album and was like, oh nah, fuck with it. I didn't like that album. Well, well, let me rephrase that. I didn't like dislike it. I didn't think it was like bad or whatever. But like, I liked Cole. But I thought like when I heard first heard Born Center, like I thought he was starting to like separate himself from the pack. Because Let Nas Down is still like one of my one of my favorite shits. That twenty fourteen. <laughs> that twenty fourteen was like it that had, changed shit, man. It yeah. had that was that's when he put his soul into it. We saw we saw like the he, the J Cole that he is now starting, and he, and he actually changed music a little bit because he like I'm not dropping no single, and he damn near did a surprise album. He said he 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 said the album was coming out a week before it came out. Well, that was after his auntie did that shit though. Beyonce did that shit first. Yeah, like yeah. Beyonce is the one who like she broke the internet. She fu- you know what I'm saying? yeah I do remember that which was but nuts, like but. rappers always have a single, yeah street single, then that joint. He just dropped that shit and was like, but which one? No, I can't remember which one was he had. He did the yours truly's. Was that before Born Center? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Okay. It was like, I, I remember it was something that was like leading up before the album. Cause like, so he dropped the joint that he was talking about Kanye and, um, no, uh, you know, the yours truly's was like a mixtape um, that he had did. He had songs with two chains, Jeezy. Oh, that must have been before. Um, I think yeah, I can't remember before. which album it was before, but so I also put Life of Pablo. Yeah, it was a moment. Definitely an album I shit it on, but like that—that's a great album. It, it I really listened to that shit it. about a week or so I don't ago. Like it. I really do, dog. And I, I, like I it got it. Chance all over it. Like Chance, Chance wrote it. Chance wrote it. Chance influence mm-hmm. Chance put, all over that shit. Chance put Chance was. I wasn't Kanye's feel, DOC to Dr. Dre. I wasn't feeling Kanye in this time frame, but I, I and I didn't even want to like that that project. But that shit was it was a moment. It was a moment. I remember the moment. I just didn't like Kanye wasted beats. Like he he just got on there saying so much bullshit. Like you know what I'm saying. Like Father Stretch My Hands is like arguably like. You know, one of the best, and then he got on there talking about bleach assholes. Yeah, and you like, fam, <laughs> like, like, bro, he was reaching, like, he was reaching. Yeah, that was wild. So that's why. I, so that's my love hate. I think music, and I feel like he kind of wasted famous too. Kind of, <laughs> he, he wasted yeah, famous. Like, famous has such t- a, such a such a powerful beat to be on that bullshit. So like, the musically, it was great. So that's my conflict with it is from the like lyrics, but he's been like tapered off the deep end on lyrics for a long time now. We lost Kanye a long time ago. Uh, I also got Damn on here and Run the Jewels. Mm. I feel like the first two Run the Jewels albums was were really fucking good. Like Killer Mike and LP. When you look at it on paper, you like, eh. but when you hear that shit together, that shit fucking works. Killer Mike is phenomenal. He is. He is. He's one of my favorite rappers. Okay, you miss uh, a, a giant. No, no, these these are not just, a miss. This it's is just, you know because you are gonna say I missed a bunch of stuff. Too. When I say this, you are gonna be like, 
Cushion Orange Juice. Well, I went. Was, I had mixtapes. I had mixtapes completely separate. I think that's nine though. April. No, no, it 14th. came out 2010. April fourteenth. I had I had cushion orange juice. I had a whole. So since we randomly here, listen to that this shit. This since week. we here, I got a whole separate one for mixtapes. Well, like, well, do 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 some albums for you. They just in package you. Yeah, he. I mean, he covered most. I only picked five. Okay, you know what I'm saying. With the five, it was um, four, four, four. What he didn't say. That's just because it was. Um, it's like the moments on there. Like even like with Jay Z, four 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 was uh I respected Jay. Don't shoot me, uh, but I respected his pen a lot more on four four four. What he did on Marcy Me, so that's when anybody say like Jay ain't got that shit. That Marcy, Marcy Me, me is shit incredible. is like for me. For me was a steal in the gym. I you know think, what I'm saying? I like, think this for me, this was him at his. This was this kind was, of him being common sense. He was rapping the best. Out of all of his albums, not saying that this is his best album, but like as far as yeah. the skill of rapping, this was him on that rapping and that, the best. Um, smile, that, like he blacked out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Even like, for me, like the title track, like the production on there is completely solid. And like, I know this was this was supposed to be like the response to Lemonade in some mm-hmm. sort of, in some sort of capacity. On me for four four four, the the last line of the entire song, I'm never gonna treat you like I should, like that. It touched you, it yeah. Touched like you. that shit is fucking so. I'm never gonna treat you like I should. But I, I had four four four. I had Good Kid, Mad City. I had Watch the Throne. I had um, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, and um. I think that was it. Like, cause I, I he told me three to five, so I was like, "Thanks for the bailout." Okay. Because I didn't want to have to think too hard. But it's other albums that's like, you know, what I'm saying. Now mixtapes. I like this year. I like a lot of stuff this year, though. Yeah, this was this year was good. It was all Griselda for me this year. I'm Griselda out. The plugs I met Benny the Butcher. I like Benny and Cut and uh, Smoke Dizzy shit. I do. That shit's good. Um, I like Benny and uh, and Thirty Eight Special. That shit. Yeah. Album two. Shot of Stabs. Um, I don't think uh, J. Cole get enough credit, dog. Uh, well, I had Cole on my mixtapes. Yeah, not, I, not not on like through y'all listen to all like in general for the for the decade. I know All Eyes think, on Me was really good too. Um, or I mean for, for your eyes. For your eyes only. Yeah. <laughs> all uh, eyes on me. <laughs> blasphemous. <laughs> blasphemous. Uh I listened to that shit this weekend too. Or this week too. But um He was in there. Yeah, I mean, I don't even listen to no current shit. That shit would be whack to me. And that's what you listen to, watch my man from your blinds. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like in my, it's like Kendrick, Cole, Sean, <laughs> uh, like Dark Sky Paradise. Like, oh that's, yeah, that's yeah. that's my life. that's on my list. That was my life. that was it. I, I'm mad at Shine though. Because I decided it wasn't the follow-up to that. It wasn't the follow-up to it as far as energy-wise, but I like I Decided. He had records on I Decided, but like Dark Sky Paradise, that was his. that's his pivotal album. So from there, he was supposed to be... like Because right now, he's not in the... If it's top five, he's still... He's six. Yeah, he's looking from the outside. Because that... like. He was supposed to follow up with some shit. Yeah, I mean, he ain't like, you know what I'm saying? Like, in two years. Well, I decided was I decided was good, but it wasn't the follow up to Dark Sky Paradise. Yeah, a different now, person too. When man. I look up to God, 
<laughs> like that shit. Because that was like I love I love Dark Sky Perry. Facts. Deep was so fucking good. Like I love that album. And I love the Detroit mixtape. Yeah. Like, That's I can't, so, can't no no when I, when I had on mixtapes, I definitely had the Detroit mixtape. The Detroit mixtape can't not be mentioned. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, Dark Sky Paradise was like I and so I was like, you know, I decided I just had like Really, really. You know what? Talking about mixtapes, you know which was a a really, really good mixtape. It's not even rap, but uh, Nostalgia Ultra. I want. I'm not really into Frank Ocean. I I was into that album. (laughs) I'm just (laughs) before. That's what Nova came. Yeah, for sure. That was and swim good. It's a whole bunch of joints on it. I was like, that shit was like different. I I wasn't really. I'm I'm not a big R and B head, but I had Cushion Orange Juice. Uh, I didn't pick no R and B. Crip was here. Because I, I thought that was like an incredible Return mix. Of forever. Yeah. Crick has some shit, man. He, but I can't. Crick has records of the decade. Like if you get into it. What's so messed up is I like I hate when I um I get on a certain artist and I like their project, whatever project I found first so much that I compare everything else to it. Like Return of Forever is so good to me. Like it'd be hard for me to compare. These joints and his he last got last album has some shit on. Yeah, it. oh nigga. So when, <laughs> like, yeah, uh, when he uh, came here, with Damani was there, yeah. and um, it was Crit, Damani, and um, Rhapsody, and all mm. three of them did their thing. This nigga Crit put on a fucking performance, dog. Is that the one where he brought out the strippers? Yeah, he yeah. had a stripper pole. Like he put on a excellent fucking performance. It was yeah. so much energy yeah. in there, like. He did his fucking thing, dog. Like he really did, man. He did a really good job. I love crit. Uh, what else? I had chance acid rap. I never got into acid rap. I liked it. J Cole Friday Night Lights. Kendrick overly dedicated because that uh, was technically a mixtape. But that was in the tens. Yeah, it was twenty. It's like early twenty ten. No, That's, Section eighty was twenty ten. I think OD might have. OD been. may have been like oh nine oh eight. Nah, it was in the last ten years. That's a mess. It was in the last 10, ten years. This ten years, like fifteen years. And I and I got one wild card. For you me. ain't put Section Eighty on there. Section Eighty was like an album. It like, was a mixtape. I didn't put Section Eighty. I, yeah, I mean, because technically, overly dedicated is in Apple iTunes Store right now. That's every project that was released via TDE was never for free. By the way, it, everything that ever released got sold. No, our boy, you know, that Piff, salute the guys that Piff, they still there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but they actually are actually for sale too, mm-hmm. though. You know what I'm saying? And, but your laptop would get an STD. You Not just, from that Piff? Oh, uh, no. No. No, you're right. You're I still right. got that Piff app on my uh, phone. Oh, I, I listen to that. That is my go to streamer. And, I listen to <laughs> Cushion Orange Juice from that because some, the idiot in me downloaded Cushion Orange Juice from Apple iTunes, I mean, from Apple Music, and it's not the same. And when I deleted it, I deleted the original, and now I can't hear the shit in the right because they switched some of the beats to clear samples and shit yeah. like that. So now I listen. Don't to touch that the shit. kid, Frankie. You gotta, you gotta let that sample. You never, gotta let that sample sw- breathe. They switched never been. Yeah, I got nah. it. Oh, what? How you switch? I, well, I didn't. Been? I, I don't even know. I, I'm glad I didn't even get to know that. <laughs> yeah. And, and I got one wild card on here because I believed in this nigga. Who Wale? Nah, man. I, I don't like well. Wale like, got out my. I got on my ten. My list. I don't like well. Pusha T, Wrath of Kane. Mm, that's a good mixtape. I believe in Pusha T, man. Oh, Pusha T, my nigga. I, I would. I, I, I want to hear that Coke talk. I he. I, I mean, I love trap rap. You know what I'm saying. I, I would put what's the name on there too. I want to put Gucci trap I gotta guy put Daytona too on there too though. Daytona was a cool album. 
Uh, but I think the other joint with the um with numbers on the boards, uh, the joint he did with Kendrick. Oh, the first album. Yeah, yeah. I like that one more. Yeah, shit. My man. God, it was. But and that was it. Just didn't get talked. It didn't get put in the right place because he had Rick Ross talking great. The Jeezy record was great, and he kills the intro. I mean, you never gonna have a problem with Pusha T rapping. Facts. Um, <laughs> like it's, he, he, the boy can rap. I got yeah. a Wale the Gifted album. That was a great album that got slept on. Excellent album, dog. Like from beginning to end, like on some musical. And he's rap, told the story. Everything. Like the songs was like interweave. I'm I'm honestly at the point in my musical taste where I I don't care what Wale, uh, what Will does. I don't want to hear more it. about nothing. 2010. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I, like not more about that. Well, excuse me, the album about nothing too. Yeah, I didn't like the album about nothing with Jerry Steinfeld mm-hmm. and shit. I, it didn't connect with me for some reason. It you know, was, you know, pardon my fuck shit, but like, why, why do people even care about Will? Like the music I've, that so he I've, makes is not amazing. I fucked with Wale from the beginning, so I had a hundred. Well, you got your mind made up, so even when he released good product, you're not gonna no, listen I, to it. I like, I like Sue Me. The I like pro- Sue Me. The problem with Wale is him. It's Charlamagne. It's like it's the music. It's Charlamagne. It's not the music. It's but it's him. I figured it out. It's why, like, because he he cares too much, and like nobody wants a nigga to like celebrate their layups. Look, you know man. what I'm saying? Like, dog, just make the music and get out. It's nobody the else club class. What they do to him? So listen, the first time he went up there, they asked him like, uh, they asked him, "Do you feel that you get the credit you deserve or some shit like that?" Whatever that the conversation happened, it was like one time. It was like 2000, it was 11, 2012, and then once they answered that. Every single time he went back up to the breakfast club, they asked him the exact same question. And the narrative became, I don't get the respect I deserve. And like, fam, like, I don't even know if they realize it. Like, y'all created the narrative because you asked. He had it before. You asked this. But like the breakfast club was like. But he he would do it on Twitter. That's what that that's where it came from. Remember, he. Yeah, true. That was wilding on Twitter. Remember, he was mad because he ain't make a complex list. And went up there to fight niggas. Complex be on that bullshit. But com- who? But who needs complex? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Bef- before we knew what complex was, that we thought it was like valid though. But all of them lists just are like they just was created to talk. We know that now. But when the fans think them niggas got credence, it's like who the what the fuck? Shit was terrible. Though. Yeah. Um. Those is uh I mean we pretty much hit the ones that I I fuck with heavy. Uh well shit, technically Ambition came out in 2011. Uh that was Wale's first album and he is had, it crazy ain't no Ross on there. Well, no, I'm going to Ross right now. Well Ross dropped in 06 and a lot of his shit was like, oh, you know what? When did um let me see, when did uh Teflon Dine come? If Teflon mm-hmm. Dine Teflon Dine, I think is in the last 10. Oh, this is a long ass decade, bro. <laughs> like, this is, ten years is a long ass time, dog. Cause, yeah, because Deep in the Rap was dropped in two thousand and nine. That's one of my. That's my favorite joint. So uh, for me, Teflon, Teflon Don like was two thousand ten. Was Teflon Don? That shit oh, is fucking amazing. I'm sorry, because I know this was in the two thousand tens. The uh, Rich Forever. Yeah, Rich Forever was. <laughs> That was the album he never got to put out. Yeah. And uh, pieces of it made it on um, God Forgives and I Don't in 2012. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. That's when he uh, he 
whole Jeezy this had a whole Jeezy diss record. Niggas didn't realize who what he was talking about. The two thousand, the early two thousand tens was really good though. Yeah, I think I think when you speak on like Teflon Don, that was like really him separating himself from the pack though. Yeah. Like because he came out of that like Fifty Cent was still on like I can bully, I can damn near bully anybody selves. But like he couldn't do like Rick Ross walked away from that shit unscathed. His first album. Number one, I mean, the Deeper Than Rap album was when he had the uh, Pimpin' Curly. Well, when he was like, You forgot the gas can, jealous, stupid motherfucker. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, um, I can't think of the name of the, mo- name of the song, but it's like the second song of the album yeah. and shit. Uh, man, 50 didn't take niggas out the game like that. It's one nigga took an L to 50. I'm, but I'm saying 50, that was yeah. his tactic. He, yeah. he would try and like bully niggas or put chinks in their armor. Like 50 came with a whole picture of this nigga shaking hands. At the fucking graduation, and it still wasn't enough to but like. He, Rick guy, Ross always stays in character. But you know, he, Ja would have won. Ja would have. Ja would have survived, but he just caught them at the right time because they couldn't put music out. Yeah, facts. You you said you've always said that. Like Ja actually did survive. He put out albums. No, I'm saying, but he, for two more years until he, he went to prison. That's what killed him. Hits. His hits Duh. had tapered off like no, that. No, man. That nigga had the New York, New York. No, but that but he he got off of his square. If he kept making them records with Lil' he had, Mo. He had the joint with R. Kelly. Like that was two. He had, he dropped two more you albums. About the Bobby Brown track. That's what you No, I'm talking about the joint <laughs> Wonderful with him and R. Kelly. Mm, that was during man shit. Was he dropped two more albums. He stopped putting out music when he went to jail for the gun charge. Like he dropped two more successful albums with like but chart key, changing. Blood, Blood in my eye was a good album. I didn't like Jaru until Blood in my eye. Blood in my I eye never liked none of that old shit, and I still album. ain't going back and listen to it. I mean, you know, it ain't gonna be the same. But Blood in my eye, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that shit was a good fucking album. But yeah. but this was back when Fifty, like I said, was kind of mushing niggas in the face, and they couldn't do shit about it. Like Ross walked away from that shit unscathed. Everybody besides Jai walked away unscathed. French Montana versus 50 Cent. 50 was supposed to win. French didn't go nowhere. That nigga went to a fucking, he met, fucking with a Kardashian. Like, and French went off. And yeah. he wrote that song with that with that one nigga from uh, yeah. the No Flex Zone nigga that, the and like, his biggest song ever. Yeah, yeah. And, and the shit still slaps. Uh, Unforgettable? Yeah. 50, that, yeah. 50 versus Fat Joe. Fat Joe didn't go nowhere. 50 versus Kiss. Uh, Kiss. He didn't go nowhere. 50 we, versus Ross. He didn't go nowhere. If we talk about an, inter- an interview that I ever want to have, I would like to spend an hour talking to Fat Joe. That nigga is an amazing interview. He's, Shit. The, he's the best storyteller 50 versus Cam. Cam didn't go <laughs> nowhere. Fat Joe's the best storyteller in rap. Yeah, he is. 50 versus Cam. Cam ain't go nowhere. Cam put out... Curdy. Like, that interview was fucking gold. That's just up there with the Ray J... When Ray J calling in the Breakfast Club. Facts. But if we don't talk about artists of 2010, in these 2010s, right? So we'll give you Kendrick, we'll give you Cole, we'll give you Drake. Big Sean. Ross got to go there. Yeah. Ross get over Sean. Okay. I get you. No, 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 no. I get you that. That's no unfortunate. Because he didn't, we can't, we can't put Ross in there. How not? Why not? Look at, look at, look. No, it, it, not, we got to define what we're talking about. If you're talking about an artist who like. Define the sound of this decade. Not define, but I, okay, define. I thought we were talking about like who ascended in this decade. Oh, I mean like just who ran the decade. Because those other guys kind of came to their own in this decade. Ross had already had the biggest, his biggest record in the middle of the 2000s. Which is I don't know. No, BMF was probably his biggest record. That came in 2010. It ain't bigger than Hustling. I don't know. 
Hustling is, you know. I don't, I don't know why chart wise and all that shit. I don't know. I'm just like, saying, like the yeah, you know yeah I get you. Hustling has such an incredible. That's that, that was a, that's because you was outside. That was a different. You had you had to be there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that shit. That shit is so you good. Like to be no there. one ever got the Styles P verse. <laughs> like, we forget there. that Styles P is on the BMF record. You had to be there. That was the time. You know. You know what song I thought that like didn't get that I thought would get the same love as BMF, and I love it by Rick Ross, MC Hammer. It's it the was, exact it same song. The same beat. And after I mean, it went off, and that one came right next. I'm like, wait a minute. Whole like, lot of dancers. I take them everywhere. MCM. And that shit had a had a very lost Gucci Mane verse on it. Like, Rick Ross had a great 2010 to 2020. Now, he probably tapered off about 2013, 2014-ish. But I'm saying the early two, the yeah. early 2010s was crazy. Yeah. What was happened that, to Kid uh, Cudi? Kanye. Damn. Kanye st- was still nigga Styles, and then like kind of get rid of him. And so once they fell out, because remember, I remember, so Kanye had stole Travis shit. Yeah. And so like when I first heard Travis, I thought, damn, he sound like Kanye, but all along. <laughs> like, Kanye was like he rode that wave. You know, he stole his shit before he put him out. But then Travis just kind of he had more too. Like he had more. He couldn't take his tricks. So I heard different people list, and they put they got to say they got to put Travis in for the 2010s. Am I missing something with Trav? It's just his star power. Like it's his music is like it's it's not really for us. You know what I'm saying? Because I enjoy this. I mean, this Astro World. Like I enjoy listening yeah, to it, but, but I'm it's like, not, but he, it's it's what he's every. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's everything else. It almost seemed like he don't even say nothing on the songs. It's he's the melody. Yeah, like, it's, he, like he's the instrument. Yeah. So you just watch him for what he did. So like, I we we got to put him in there because he he is responsible for a big chunk of the sound, the yeah. sonically, like the sound. Period, and then like a big chunk of the Kanye shit. Like you don't get Kanye. In the 2000s without, 2010s without Travis. Yeah. Then Travis got the Jordans. Then he got the Nike shit. And he got concerts. And you know what I'm saying? All that for like, what well, he's the biggest star. Like that hasn't, you know what I'm saying? Like he's the next one. Did we throw my nigga Super Future somewhere up in here? No, we ain't talking about that. Nigga. I love Future. Do you? I love Future, dog. That's his toxic shit, though. That's it. <laughs> it probably is. It's that toxic shit. It probably is. But nigga, when he's, I'm on that good cushion alcohol. That I got some hit. down bitches yeah. I can call. Like that's that's that was my life. That was my life. I'm getting drunk and I got weed and you know y'all want to have some fun. <laughs> like I can I can call up some friends. Like what's uh, happening? <laughs> can you talk about how Lil Wayne looks like death now? Man, that's unfortunate. Like so, all right. We talk about we talk about people. kids. This is dr- this this is you. This is you on drugs. All right. So we talk about artists who did really good during the 2010 to 2000 to now. What about artists who changed and their trajectory went the other way? Because to your let's, point, let's throw Wayne right uh, at the top of that list. Sheesh, Wayne, um, death. Like I don't. He wasn't really around for the whole ten years. He, but he was. That's the crazy part. Because I mean, he went to jail, and then when he came out, like the Carter Four came out, but it was like it came and went, and then was waiting for the Carter Five, and he had his, his issues, his contract issues, so he didn't put out music for a long time, and then finally the Carter Five dropped what last year, and it was like it just came and went. He dropped mixtapes on Christmas that no one cared about, like. 
He just stopped. He dropped a, a joint joint a joint project with him and Two Chains that no one like he but came he, and went. Like, he's, he's on that same shit as, as Eminem. Yeah, like, like he's another nigga. Like we we love you, bro. Cash Dow got a record with Lil Wayne. Like Shine might have had the last good Lil Wayne on Deep. That might have <laughs> been that might have been like the last <laughs> credible Lil Wayne like feature that, was, that we've gotten. That was yeah. like the last one. And I don't want to be biased. Be biased, man. Fuck that shit. Do we put Nicki Minaj? Oh, she yeah, she yeah. she her she, her star descended. Remember, she was the the lot. And the thing with her well, is so ascended, polarizing. It ascended and descended. No, I'm saying in the 2010s, hers is so polarizing is because she was the only star because she was the only female rapper. She had and the, the mo- best verse the, on the, the moment, best song on the best album. The moment that other women came to play. Yeah, she just didn't. She didn't stand tall in that shit. And so it's like, what's and, up? You know what? What's so funny is, uh, because there's always been women out here be rapping, but like when the attention from the radio didn't mean that much no more, mm-hmm. and was like, we don't care about your giant radio single. That's when her attention started to go down. Because like a rhapsody been there forever. Uh, like it's always been women rappers, mm-hmm. right? But like she always been the most popular one because of all the the, the antics. The just the, all the, the look, the the, the imagery, industry, everything yeah. around it. But like once that shit don't care no more, and it's like we making our own playlists on our own phones. Mm-hmm. We follow who we want to follow on the internet. Like that shit kind of corny. Like that, now it's that the shit big, went away. It's the most like it's a a boom of female rappers everywhere. Yeah. And so and people got it's the capacity. Fifteen dials. They listening to all of them, and you can't. And ain't nobody checking for Barbie. What's up with Barbie though? Like, why does everybody so like, fascinated with Barbie? It was the only doll, man. Like, even now, like, I seen, like, for Christmas, I said, it's Barbie, Barbie. Like, what the fuck I, is... I, ref- I refuse to buy my daughter's Barbies. I never it's the doll. I mean, it's it's the only doll. Are they affordable? <laughs> like, it's and like even even the name. black ones is a black Barbie. Like, can can we get another name of a... a it's, it's, it's like... What you want to call it, Shaniqua? It's I like don't care. Adidas, it's like a getting Adidas flip flops for ten dollars. You gonna get them? I got some. Like I, I did on the kicks deal. They, they was they're twenty. Fun, they're functional. Like they nobody's was, gonna hoe you in them. Like you're like you want they, the store? She needed that. They was they was twenty dollars. I got them on a the little kicks deal. Like, <laughs> like, it's just comfy as fuck. That shit ten. Them cloud phones. Who well, else? I'll take them. I think Kid Cudi disappeared in the two thousand tens. Ain't no thing. Fifty. Uh, Fifty. Musically, yeah. Well, I I think he left in the ten, in the two. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe a decade yeah, before. Nikki, yeah, keeping it a Um, it it's a bunch that we not even gonna think about because they that they was yeah. that that gone. Yeah, I'm trying to think. It's got to be some other names. They just not coming to me. What's the right name? Kind of vanished too. Who that? Wiz. Yeah. Yeah. Cushion that, orange shoes was such a peak. Off on fire. Yeah. And Taylor added. Taylor Allardyce, yeah. uh, Cabin yeah. Fever 1 and 2. He was killing and the mix the tapes. Black Nigga, on my level. Too yeah. short too short and fucking weird. Like, that shit bangs. Yeah. And how long ago was that? That was like 12, 2011. 13. That shit was Dang. 2011. <laughs> that's a long... That's like a... That's, that's the graveyard in rap. Like, his rap just recycles so quickly. Like, nigga, if you haven't dropped anything quality since 2011, you were dead. You're dead. Nobody cares. And he don't even care though. Like, I don't. Need, like, you know what I mean? Like he not even. He released good. He released music, but it's not like that nigga get high, fuck models, and just chill out all day. And raises <laughs> raise raise his child with Amber Rose. 
Um, it's a few more too, though. Yeah, we uh, gotta talk about J Electronica too. Oh man. Oh, so man. so just let me make an argument for Jay. <clears throat> he was too good for us. No, <laughs> Jay Electronica dropped an incredible song in 2009, which caused a bidding war between him and Bad Boy. He just decided. What song was that? Uh, Exhibit C. Exhibit C came that was out in 2009. Yeah, yeah, it came out at the end of 2009. He dropped that shit. It was a bad. You put you 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 put me on that song. Yeah, because I heard that shit and I was like, this this is the most incredible rap song I'd ever heard in my life. I listened to that song twenty times. I straight. still listen to it. No, I'm talking like when I heard it, it was like twenty times straight. And I I'll, I'll go back and I mean I, <laughs> that it's a I got like a list of like eight to ten J Electronica songs that I, I Road to Perdition. The the one with him and Jay Z, nigga, we made it. Like nigga, we made it. Road to Perdition. The joint he got, he got a joint with Prodigy, Shiny Suit um, Theory. The album is done though. <laughs> I seen it. I seen it. I seen it. Because <laughs> so, you know his DJ from Detroit. Yeah, all of, yeah. He for sure. he he started that bidding war. He signed with Rock Nation. He said, "Fuck y'all." He pulled the Kanye before Kanye. No, He's still that. doing shows. You know, you know what happened? He did a show about two weeks ago, and he was what? No, no, he got a Rothschild. No, yeah. no, what what also happened? <laughs> what also happened is the secret to an incredible rap album is inside of Erica Badu Erica Badu's vagina. That I is don't the know. secret. Because no, no, it, that is the secret to great rhyming. No, that's the secret no, to not putting an album out. Facts. <laughs> if, you, if you have a child with her, you won't put another album out. No, that's did DLC put another album out? DLC still writing for niggas. Did I say put an album out? Did DLC put another album out? No. Did Andre Three Thousand put another album out? It's sad. Did Electronica put an album out? When Andre Three Thousand dropped that interview like a week or two ago, where he was like, he he's not sure of himself. I'm just like nigga. Who you know? Do you know who you are? No, but I got it though. It made sense. It made sense because he knows. He put he waited too long. Facts. If he had dropped the album right after the Love Below, nobody would like whether it was good, better, and different. Niggas would have championed it. Him waiting, damn, how long ago was that? Uh, that's like almost twenty years ago. Yeah, now. He Love in like 03. No, Love Below was oh three. Yeah, that's shit. It. That shit is almost twenty years ago. Shit. <laughs> so him waiting that long, like he can't. And you know what I'm saying? Like the Outcast catalog is what that is, right? Him he should have been not, doing what Big Boy was doing. Big Boy is and he not it's no pressure on Big Boy. Whatever he can he can put out whatever he want. It's good, bad, whatever. Niggas fuck with him. It's cool. Him putting all that pressure on it, he can't drop it. If you waited fifty, if you waited twenty years for a three thousand album, it has to be nothing perfect. short, amazing of perfect. And guess what? Like from the beats, from the 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 font. On when this the conversation came like, up on Twitter, I started going back and forth with a couple of people. They say you always got to have a hot take. I'm like, I'm not trying to make a hot take, but like, and we had this conversation a million times and shit. Like, one, I want niggas to be real about mm-hmm. why we think Andre is one of the best ever, or all this that shit. Like, it was some hot verses in the 2000s, mid 2000s, like eight to five, five to eight freestyles, and we was like, oh, he's one of the best ever. But that. Like that, that was it. I hate when you do this. Like, but that was it because, like, when Outkast was dropping albums, right? I literally fucking hate when you do this, man. When Outkast was dropping albums, I I never heard this. I want to. Oh my god, Andre three thousand is one of the best rappers of all time. Like, I've never heard that through Equimini. I never heard that through any of these joints. Not saying that he's not. You know what I'm saying? But like, you can't find me a song where he just rapped three verses. Like, it don't exist. So, like, for me to expect you 
to after 15 years, you pull out a whole body of work with three verses and hooks that you came up by yourself and you've never done this shit before. I would have pressure on me too. Like you've never had to create songs, rap songs by yourself. And that's not a knock to him because I, I, I really do enjoy Andre 3000, but like you haven't done it. And like, I don't think it's fair to put him in the same category as to say a Jay who got 12, 13 albums of, uh, 48, 64 bar, bar, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not fair for me to have all these bodies of work and all your work that we got you is these eight to 10 verses and you with one verse or possibly two verses. And it's, it's not disrespectful fair. to Big Boy. <laughs> like, niggas is shitting on Big Boy. Like, he not like... A rapper, rapper. Like, that nigga ain't kill Wheels of Steel. Big Boy is, is like not he, a slouch like by any too, imagination. Like he ain't too dope. Like, arguably... Like Big Boy from the first album, Big Boy was the standout. He was on the on the songs that you know. We as much as people love the Love Below speaker box, like banged from but the they, first from the first song. But they just niggas want that singing shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it's just like he Not had the, he was polar. He was more polarizing in that in that sequence of that music. The Walk It Out remix. Fire. Give mm-hmm. me the green light. Fire. Like it was a bunch of them verses that he Throw dropped. Some D's on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I do. Like they was like, oh shit, this nigga got it. What is give us an album? And but that gave us like, oh, he got the talent. We already know he got the talent. Nothing's but then you start putting him like praying woman. Oh, he top five. He top five. Like it's just, not fair. I so I feel him with that. Keep pressure. your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. It's the same thing with Jay Electronica. Like you you can't release this project if that shit ain't fucking but now he's he's just waited too much time. He could have put it out to me if I but he, he raps too good for it not to be good though. I don't <laughs> like, care, I don't care if it's twelve songs of fart noises. I just want to hear the sh- I just want to hear it. I don't think I, I saw his DJ at my friend's house and he had it in his phone. Like I've seen <laughs> track listings. Curve, you are a better man than me. I would have punched him in his face and, and ran off with his like, phone. <laughs> <laughs> this was year this was like eleven. Like he had it. He would have had to shoot me in the back. We like, come on, you know what I'm saying? But can you can you play anything, please, please? We've heard some of the songs. Now, if you got to, if you got to, let me tell you something. You walk around with a complete J Electronica album in the city of Detroit, and I find out like it's not safe for you. Like I want it, I want to hear it, I want to hear it. Was it TJ DJ? That's his name. Yeah, I, uh, I seen an interview with him. Uh, maybe this year. Matter of fact, I'm starting to get them Stevie Wonder feelings about TJ. All right, so listen, as like cultural... I'm going to punch Stevie, Stevie Wonder in the face in the next 10 years. Uh, cultural moments. I mean, I, I guess... It's, it's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> I'm going to collar Stevie Wonder up, and I'm going to give him one opportunity. You got 30 seconds. You got 30 fucking seconds to tell me the truth. It's going to walk and flinch at him, see if he moves a little bit. You know what I'm saying? He's going to be like, what's up, Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Breakfast Club clearly ran 2010, right? Yeah, they, I mean, it, it, it was it's not even close. But who star fell was Hot ninety seven. Oh, man, I still listen from time I love to time. Ninety seven. I loved Angie Martinez. She left that morning show over there with Ebro and all of them. It was Ebro fault though. Then he came first. He was program director. Now you just on air talent. You know what I'm saying? They even had they show on VH one for a hot second, like. So man, I'm gonna say it, and I probably shouldn't, because I'm I'm a part of this tribe. But like, the light skinned ego is a terrible thing, man. 
It's, it's the downfall of my people. It's a terrible thing, man. Drake got it. Ebro got it. I got a, I got a little, little dusting of it. Like the light-skinned ego is a terrible thing, man. It's our downfall. Mm. And that's, that was the downfall of that shit. It was because of Ebro. The fucking downfall. I feel like Elliot Wilson might be void of it, but Joe Button got it. He's like an honorary light-skinned nigga. No, Joe, Joe came up. Yeah. He won. But I'm saying, like, the the the, the ego that comes along with it. Joe, Charlamagne won. It. I don't know if y'all remember, man. It was a um, – this was when he was still with, like, Wendy, and he was having an argument on air with Buffy the Body. Like you can mm. probably find it on the on the internet still on YouTube and shit. And he was like, um, he was like, she was like, you a nobody and this and he was like, I bet you. He said, I tell you what, he said, I bet you I can be around longer with my with my mouth and my, my way my thinking before longer than you gonna be around with your ass. And you look <laughs> ten years so later. You, so you saying Charlemagne has snatched Buffy the body? Is what you saying? <laughs> He, he, he grabbed her in a white in a white van. <laughs> so she's, that's what he's, I'm just saying, but we uh, ain't seen her. I mean, you talk about declines in the last ten years. The decline of the video model. They I mean, are they, they are on in the internet. They on Instagram now. Yeah, yeah. They, no, they they just not in videos no more. Like yeah, they well, we don't watch. They they probably in videos. We just don't watch them no more. Videos don't pay no more. Ain't no budgets for them. You can buy a camera for. <laughs> for <laughs> Five hundred dollars. I, I can buy an iPhone and download a couple apps, and you honestly make a video. Yeah, they do. Yeah, so you can, like and I can edit it on this bitch and post it to YouTube within like by the by time the weekend's over. I can shoot it tonight, have it on YouTube by Sunday. Man, we we elected um, a reality TV star to run the leader. The, is the leader of the free world to run the entire country. Like we legitimately allow it just shows how stupid people are. It legit shows how stupid people are. That that Trump won. Like in the last ten years, we didn't had a black president because he was he got in oh eight. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So we 08, had reelected reelected a black mm-hmm. president. Uh, then we allowed we allowed a he was placed there though. We gonna get into that though. Yeah. He gonna be placed there another foe. No, there is something ain't, else. It ain't gonna happen. There is something else that then plagued the two thousand tens, the tens, uh, mass murders, dog. Like niggas just really went crazy and just started shooting shit up. Oh, white people still been doing that. They they've been consistent. They keep them every decade. Yeah, but that's been a, well. Let me rephrase. <laughs> like, uh, white people. That's they, been a theme uh, from the Sandy Hook. Uh, from the Dallas situation. Well, two things happen. A lot of these shootings are also manufactured. I believe so. Um, a lot of police officers killed a lot of unarmed black men, um, and they they broadcast it to us on our social media. And it came to the point where, like, like fam, I'm tired of seeing black bodies spread out on my timeline. That was damn. That was the early 2010s too. You know what I'm saying, like. I'm I just I'm tired of it. Like at any point in time, I can go on, on any social media and I can see a black dead body. Um and I'm I, I just got tired of it. And um you won't see these this is gonna sound weird, but you ain't gonna see these white bodies after them shootings. You'll you, you don't you don't see that, but you'll see the black bodies spread out and 
I don't got the fix for it besides uh, profile white men because they doing all the shooting. Uh, Stopping first the whites. That's what you got to do. The whites are at it again. So the whites is whiting, man. They are whiting. Uh, sports wise, Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather is the greatest of all time. Damn near billion dollars in revenue. I didn't think he broke. I don't know. I mean, I, <laughs> every time a nigga tell me that Floyd broke, I really do in my heart of hearts. I think they be hating because, like, you you he got broke. I don't know. He ain't broke. I don't know. No, all the other white rich people that I know, they can st- they continue to try to get money. Like I, ain't, uh, they just continue to try to get money. They don't never say, "All right, I got enough. I'm gonna stop." Like Warren Buffett, don't be like, "I've made enough. I'm going to stop." His company is selling at ten thousand dollars a share right now. Warren Buffett's company. Like I, I, like I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like Tim racks a share, but Floyd can keep getting money. I, he, I, I would love to see him promoting fights instead of trying to fight. Well, he promote his fights. He got one tomorrow. Uh, he, he got the Javante Davis yeah, fight tomorrow. Most yeah. of well, every all the fights that are fighting via PBC is him and Al Heyman. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole PBC, that's him and Al Heyman. And uh, like I just don't think he broke. I ju- I just don't. Besides the money that you get from from boxing, and I know his investments in real estate and like commercial buildings in New York City. Like nigga, I own like skyscrapers. Like like these shits go always make money. Like <laughs> this corporation <laughs> job is in his. Like I'm gonna make money off it. I just don't think he broke. And every time I be thinking like, we just so used to hearing. Like the this person made all this and then it crashed down. That we just want that for ourselves. I, I, the only reason I, it seemed like just because he spend. Yeah, I know his his spending is crazy. I don't even know if he actually spend it. So I mean, we don't know for real. But that's you know just, what I'm saying. That's, that's what it feels. Because like. if you look at when every time he go to the ring, his uh, trunks and everything is sponsored by a watchmaker. You know what I'm saying? They be like, here, t- fuck it, have it, or nigga, just put these bitches out there. Like I don't know. If he's actually spending this shit, uh, or he'd be like, "I'm taking these Bentleys and uh, I'm turning these two, I'm turning these three in, I'm getting this one in here." It's like I don't know what the spending is, but like, well, that's not what Ray J said. <laughs> Ray J <laughs> clearly has the best moment of 2010. Yeah, he, so. ain't, he ain't. That's the best in interview Raycon. ever, right? He ain't invested the, the, in Raycon. The, the Breakfast Club, yes, or that interview that he, he got a new one. They're unbreakable. <laughs> they're unbreakable. <laughs> Break them. Break some fake shit. They got a new one, man. Step, Step on, Speedy. Them. Step on. Them. That's some funny shit. But I like, we live, Charlemagne. We live. That shit is classic, dog. I listen to that shit from time to time. If I'm feeling down, let me turn that shit on. Fab is gonna call up there and apologize for being a broke ass, bitch ass nigga. <laughs> like, whoa, that's crazy, man. Um, Ray J was in the studio when they recorded. Hit him up. That alone makes him a legend. Did he say that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did he, he was in the studio when they record him. They said it was Ray J, the engineer, and Faith, along with Pac. I remember him saying he walked in and seeing Faith sitting on Pac's lap, but I don't know if that was during the uh, hit him up recording. But he did say he'd seen that shit. He was there. Um, that that alone makes him a fucking legend, dog. Ray J is a legend. Can we say Beyonce ran the 2010s? Yeah, it's clear. That ain't close. You know, the, there's only one thing power, more powerful than niggotry and the power of Beyonce, and that's Christianity. That's it. 
Yeah, it ain't even close. Niggatry, Beyonce, Christianity. In now, that order. I don't um I don't think that I know what the whites be going through or what the whites <laughs> listen to. But apparently they really like Taylor Swift. And like when you look at like numbers and streaming and shit, like Taylor Swift kind of like got Beyonce on some shit. Now, culturally, and what we actually see in our lives and our community, like it's Beyonce all day. But I think they gave Taylor Swift like artist of the decade or some shit, or they did they gave her some some weird award. I don't know what the whites be doing, but they clearly fuck with Taylor Swift. I'm completely unfamiliar with any of her music. I don't know. She got a couple bangs. She got a couple slaps. She had a couple slaps. I can't tell you. You, one song. you could you could break out into one right now. I would not know. It's some of you because you go shopping, so you hear some of that shit. It's like some <laughs> shit you can't escape. You know what I'm like, they play it in justice because oh, my daughters right. have me there all the time. You go. That's I'm sure that's she's probably the whole soundtrack <laughs> in justice. My daughters have me there quite often. All right, y'all. I gotta. I had to feed my wife. So, man, I think that's it. Man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's 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 good enough. We gave y'all niggas a good two hours of content, man. Thanks for having me, man. It's felt good, man. Hey, man, it's a pleasure. Just off the mics, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta work on something for 2020, man. It was sure, a pleasure man. to have you here too, bro. The great day. Like, like I feel like I feel like we don't, we all don't get, we don't get together enough, no. or at all. Twitter was the greatest uh, 2010s for me. I met great people on the Twitter uh, that I be texting now. You know what I'm saying? So. I mean, I tell you, uh, these 2000s, I mean, this year, this this decade been great for, for me. Uh, I'm in a different place than I was. We didn't start a podcasting for the last, technically, we this is going to be in in our fifth year. It ain't been five, but till 2016 and 2020. That's um, that's that's way past applaudable too, man. Uh, thank you. I, I never thought it would last this long. When you called me that Friday to record a podcast, I really thought we was one and done. Uh, so that I mean that's been a, definitely a blessing. And when we just look back at all the shit that we didn't did, we didn't open up the studio, recorded eighty three different podcasts, really more than that. But I just count the shit that we did. Cool Breeze and did some shit over there too. Um, and the people that been in and out of here. The relationships that we didn't develop. Ne- never thought I would sit down with Rick Ross, TK Kirkland. We had BMF through here. Like, never thought these shits would happen. Um, DDT, Sugar Ray. Like, it's it's just. It's been a blessing. Lindsey Hunter, uh, Terry Mills, Grant Kelser was sitting here. No. Um, it just, just all type Mo of. Dirt. Uh, Jay J Prince. Yeah. Everybody just the people that just walk through these doors and the relationships that we've been able to, to develop and the listening the listeners and, and everything, man. It just been it's been a real blessing. I can't I really can't wait to for y'all to see some of the stuff that we got in store for uh for next decade. Yeah, man, we got big moves on the horizon for 2020. I said when we first started the podcast, niggas is going to have to get down or they're going to have to lay down. 2020, y'all up. We putting a shotgun to the back of your head and your fucking mouth on the curve and niggas going to have to lay down with this shit. Uh, curve, before you get up out of here, man, you just got to get your socials for the benediction, good brother. Socials. What is my social shit? It's just Mark, it's Marcus Summerall. It's my real name on there. I try to be a professional online. Uh, Marcus Summerall. You can search Curve Gotti on the Twitter. I pop up. Um, I'm Uncle Marcus on um, the Instagram. Um, Instagram is just shoes and my family. Your, your name Uncle Marcus on there? 
Not for, I mean, like, you oh. know, like when you search. <laughs> it's Marcus Summerall on all, all socials. Uh, you know, I'm not really on the Facebook. I'm just, uh, I just have a page. I wish I could, I wish I can close Facebook, but I, I need it for Instagram business insights on Instagram. Yeah, I, I would close it. I only have it because I, um, like I do manage like some social media accounts, so I just have to kind of have it to be an admin. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's definitely a point. It's definitely a point of reference for me these days. Um, but I don't do nothing there. But yeah, Marcus Summerall, man, um, that's it though. We appreciate you, good brother. It's damn going wild just on on IG. Sometime in tw- in the twenty twenties, I'm gonna get a Twitter back. Uh, you know what, man? I twenty the twenty tens have been crazy for me. I lost two parents. Had two kids and damn near died in the last 10 years. So, I mean, God is good. It is proof that the Lord looks after children and fools because depending on the day, I am one of the two. Uh, You know, I just plan on doing bigger and better in the next 10 years. I pray to God that I see another 10. And, man, I'm just happy to be above ground. Shop Talk Podcast is an army, better yet the Navy. And we're not going no fucking where. And fuck you, you ginger east side bitch. You know who you are. (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah, man, it was a niggas made me mad today. Fuck you! I will. I want to push your child down in a stroller, and I will kick your baby, not in the face, because I'm also a father. But to the abdomen, the chest, abdomen area, he can get the swift side of this tail. That's it, man. Yeah, uh, it's definitely been a a, a different uh, ten years. Uh, <laughs> Hey man, follow Shop Talk Podcast. The benediction music ran out. On everything that matters, follow Shop Talk Podcast Studio. Cause when you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio. Biatch. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jay and Dave. Hell yeah. Peace.